Yo. Hey, 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 man. You still got the best uh, intro animation of all time, man. <laughs> you do, man. And we're still here. Episode 4, still. 2021. We are still, uh, still alive. Did make it. Still. <laughs> still. For the CSF fans out there. Still. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to hit this real quick before we get into the... Uh, you know what do we got go- coming up? All right, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Aaron must have forgot how we do the intros. Hey, look. Hey, <laughs> we'll get back hey. to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 y'all, hey, y'all, here, little rusty. Hey, everybody, what's going on out there? It's your boy Chris McCloud and my main man Aaron, aka Young Twenty Twenty One Ketchup, aka Young Big Mad, out here in these streets. Um, we got a we got an interesting show probably going to be a little longer than usual because we haven't talked to y'all in a while yeah we'll try to be quick yeah trying to go over a couple (laughs) things Uh, we're going to catch up on 2021 because we late in the game um we obviously going to talk about vicarious visions uh going to blizzard which you know young big mad is uh (laughs) super interested in talking about uh we're going to talk about microsoft's xbox live gold uh roller coaster if that's what y'all want to call it you know it's more like a take back take back you know they had they, they had to hit that had to hit that jump back and then uh you know our further outlook on 2021 man just in general so aaron let's start with you my brother my brother um how you feeling man how, how you doing you've been playing any new games yeah i actually did play a lot of stuff it's been a we were live at the end of december but I guess that's like I guess that's like six weeks now. So yeah, uh man. I turned on my PS5 finally. I played Let's uh, go. <laughs> I only played though, I only played <laughs> that uh that Astros Playroom, man, or is that even what it was called? Yeah. The free the free yeah. Astrobot game. And you know what? That game was nice. They need to let them make nice. a whole game or something. Um I just really liked it. It was the first time I felt like Sony made something that was like celebrating PlayStation. It was like it it, it that little Astrobot feels like the first real mascot of PlayStation, not just a popular game character. Um, so I enjoyed that. That was cool. Like, I feel like we've talked about that before too. Like they don't really have a mascot, <laughs> right? Because the other yeah. ones are just games that are popular, but it's not. It's not the mascot. It doesn't represent the brand. But uh, I, I like the. I think that Astro kind of can fill that role. And um, I got all the stuff. I unlocked everything. It was cool going through and seeing a lot of that stuff. I got a lot of that old hardware laying around. Um, so that was nice. And, you know, the controller, I think it feels nice. I know that you don't like it for, uh, sounds like you were trying to play some shooters on one recently or something, but. Bro, <laughs> I was playing Ghost of Tsushima um, and holding my left hand like this is so, it's just, it's trash, bro. Like, I don't, I don't get it, bro. Like, it, and it's the best controller. It's the best Sony controller ever. Mm-hmm. And it's still Bro, asymmetrical sticks, bro. <laughs> asymmetrical. Yeah, it's not, uh, you know, the shape of it, they made more ergonomic, but the stick is still not in the ergonomic position. Come on, man. Asymmetrical <laughs> sticks, man. Just change it. Change it. Yeah. I, uh, well, I also, I, I continued my Zelda quest and I really hunkered down over that kind of holidays, I guess, but uh, I beat. Let's see, I completed Majora's Mask 3D. That took forever. Um, and then I played Cadence of Hyrule, which is that rhythm game they made. That was great. Really enjoyed that. Played the crap out of it. Beat everything on there, too. 
uh put that Link's awakening game that only took me two weeks to 100 percent because i played it so much i really like that Link's awakening um that's okay the, that's the best that's the best that's the most impressive oldest remake of a game i've ever seen i don't i don't so think that there's the a... people so just for the people aaron <laughs> j- you know and I, I would say not to cut you off but no we're gonna cut you off so <laughs> just for the people how how big is your game backlog right now it's uh it 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 won already. I don't even count it anymore. I can't possibly. I just pick and ch- I just I just go with it and I pick what I think I want to play at the time and I uh, play it and I still play it like it's in my backlog. I still like really commit to games, but I mean it's hundred it's hundreds easy. I'm just trying to catch up to Zelda games because I want to be able to. Uh, there was a lot of games that I didn't play in the you know Breath of the Wild two's got to be here sometime soon. So uh, I wanted to play that new. Hyrule Warriors Breath of the Wild uh, game. So I beat Link's Awakening and now I'm playing uh I bought Hyrule Warriors Legends, the old one for Wii U <laughs> on Switch. Uh, and I'm playing that now. And that's cool because that's kind of like a weird Zelda All-Stars game where they got all these characters from all these different games uh, and you go to the different games levels and stuff. It was nice. So so the question is, Aaron, um like do you plan on being alive to play all these games? <laughs> is it is this going to be something that you just take to your grave? Like, is it going to be something you hand off on the bucket list? Like, hey, man, you know, to my firstborn son, you know, finish all these games that I did not finish. Like, like, come on, man. Like, I, like at some point, Aaron, you just got to stay current, man. Like, you got to give up. You've had well, a I, I'm trying to. Since 2007. And you know what? And all I do is I, I pick the games that I really like, and then I just I just play those. Like, Metal Gear four was coming out and i was like it's time to play all the other metal gears and i did that and then i i wanted to play that new god of war so i said all right i'm gonna play all the god of war games and uh final fantasy for whatever reason i went on a final fantasy quest and i played every single main final fantasy game and uh now it's moved on to catching up with zelda and uh and i will i am going to start uh you know, I sat down on my on my PlayStation the other day and I went, I'm like, I'm gonna play Spider-Man because you know they got that new patch out. It's time. God of War still wasn't patched. Uh it's and, then I went, and then I went, oh wait, I don't own Spider-Man yet. And I either gotta buy it on the internet and download it and it'll take a while, or uh I still don't know if I'm gonna get discs on PS5 or not, but so I was like, eh, and then I just didn't do that. And I just played something else. <laughs> but, I'm telling you that I'm not. Like not even coming close to buying a disc. I haven't bought a disc in almost. Yeah, I haven't bought a disc in like eight years. I just I don't hate it too much for like PlayStation because they're the games are so big and I only play one game at a time too. But like on my Switch, I'm all digital because I want everything on that thing at all times. But I don't know. I am I am gonna play God of War though next because they did give me they gave me finally they came out of nowhere and said. New patch, you can play 60 FPS, you can play 4K on PS5 and not have to put in the disc and play version 1.0. So, have we, have we had the conversation about 4K not being necessary? Yeah, but it's like if it can, I mean, it's dumb that it's not even an option because they patched it out. But, uh, well, 4K 60 in that game, that game, if that game would have came out on PS5 as a launch title, you wouldn't have been able to tell people that it wasn't next gen. Yeah, that's how good. That's, that's that's how good it looks. I want it to be. I want it to look as good as possible because I hear it's such a good game. But um, great game. I really and was worried they were going to remaster it, but uh, like they allegedly are. 
that's my thing is like i'm like is this why they're, they're not patching it and they're not talking about it it's because they want to remaster it and make me they're buy allegedly it again, but yeah they're allegedly going to put out a lot of those games as ps5 games see well don't tell me that because i don't want to play it still then i just want to keep waiting forever <laughs> that's allegedly what's going to happen and it's kind of kind of ridiculous yeah but okay that's off what i've been of, doing off your boy's game kick which you know you guys can understand why our show is always so long because we just do this that's that's just what we do right we just we talk to the people um <laughs> we talk to the people um so on this 2021 catch up right one of the biggest things that happened is the GameStop stock situation and if you guys don't know me and Aaron both used to work at GameStop uh mm-hmm. me I, me I was a uh, dismissed not amicably and Aaron he left on his own under his own free will and um you know no uh no shame in the game because <laughs> we probably both make three times what we made at GameStop yeah, and we uh, would still be making the same amount uh if we yeah, still worked there <laughs> yeah and we still be broke boys if we were still at GameStop but the but the love for GameStop is there right so GameStop stock situation stock explodes due to Reddit users essentially inflating the stock price along with some hedge fund people throwing in their two cents to kind of make that stock price blow up. And a bunch of people made a lot of money. And yeah. there was a there was a lot of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Controversy surrounding uh a lot of the trading apps stopping people from trading the stock. Now I'll get into how I feel about it, but uh because I don't know everything about stock i'm mm-hmm. not gonna sit here and act like i do but i do know that a lot of money that's traded in the stock market is not the company's money like almost all of it is never their money so 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 the thing when it comes to stock that kind of has always kind of bothered me bothered me with how people kind of attack like the wall street thing is like i get that wall street is you know the evil empire and his Darth Vader and all that, blah, 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 blah. blah. I get it. Um, But I also understand that it's essential to the economy. It's essential to how money in this country works. Uh, And um, it's a lot of other people's money that they're moving. So when all Mm -hmm. this money is exchanging hands and the people are getting paid out, believe me, you're not hurting the companies. They're not trading their own money. They don't care. Take a look at your 401k if you if you wanna if you wanna kind of get a, some some type of insight on what I mean by that. You're gonna see every major bank in the country's name in your 401k. And you thought you were just with, say you thought you was just with Huntington. They're handling your 401k. But once you look in there, you're gonna see Chase P. Morgan. You're gonna see Bank of America. You're gonna see, <laughs> you're gonna see PNC. You're gonna see, like, you're gonna be like, wait a minute, I thought I was with Huntington. Yeah. And, and, and I tell people just. You know, I get it. I get it. Wolf on Wall Street, F them, uh, tear down Wall Street. Let's let's kick go back again, you know, rage against the machine. I get it. <laughs> but you guys gotta know that's not their money usually that they're trading. Yeah. <laughs> so so a lot I, of things had to be stopped. <laughs> yeah. And I under, and I understood why once I understood like how they had to cover these losses on those trades. Well, so like, I don't know, I followed it pretty close, but for one, I've always heard like, don't, don't use Robinhood because it's going to fail you in scenarios like this, which it did because Robinhood is not like a typical trading platform. They, um, 
you know, everyone uses the app. They have a million trades that they need to make and they sell those trades. They sell the volume to somebody else to make the trades mm-hmm. so that they can make some money on it. Um, and that's how they do it. But they have to like, uh, there's something about them having to cover those trades and they need, they need cash in advance to be able to, to do those. And the amount of volume that they put through them on that GameStop thing was like, they needed $3 billion, I think in cash. And they only had two. So they had to stop that. <laughs> and that's, like... and that's, and it's, it's because of the way that Robinhood is, is it functions. Uh, and that's why you should just not really use it. Cause it's, it's, it's one of those too good to be true things. It's not really a, real trading platform it, it it's funded oddly and you shouldn't trust them wholly because of that so that failed apparently, but uh apparently every major trading platform the independent ones wouldn't let you trade it either the other ones were, were slowing it down they didn't limit it nearly as much but uh because yeah. and, and they weren't also the ones that were handling the majority of the volume but uh um yeah i mean they did wall street kind of won on that one uh they did you know it's a couple hedge funds that got screwed over and it was because they were the ones that were shorting gamestop gamestop was somehow you know they were betting on its failure and they bet so many stocks on its failure that they bet more than even there were shares that existed which i don't even understand how that's possible but they did and then uh, reddit said hey uh these guys are all banking on the price going down if we all just start buying it they're gonna have to scramble to buy it from us for higher prices uh Mm -hmm. and that's what they did and then the price went to the moon because these people had to cover these bets they were making um but then the other problem with that is that gamestop's stock was still worth five dollars or 20 bucks or whatever it was so uh once all that comes to an end it comes crashing right back down and there was a lot of people who bought in when it was high thinking it would go higher and then it crashed, and then uh, yeah. they didn't get out in time. If you don't get out in time, you lose money, and that happens to a lot of people. And you and you're gonna lose your you're gonna lose your lunch, my baby. You're yeah, lose your lunch. It's it's just um I'm happy for the people that did you know that made the money. Yeah, um, and it's a cool and it's a cool thing that like happened. It was pretty weird, wild historical event. But uh, yes, uh, I know a little. I I know I know personally people who were posting that they put in money and then. Uh, put in money at like three four hundred dollars a share and then it just tanked after that i mean it tanked when they when wall street won and they took down robin hood basically but um so that was bad but, also don't don't jump into dogecoin people bitcoin it's the same it's the same oh, thing dogecoin oh, is uh to, um listen to your boy elon yeah it's <laughs> that's another one where if you look at it you know dogecoin doesn't go like this it goes up and then it comes right back down and it goes up and it comes back down and that's because there's no limit on how much dogecoin they can make so it it's not like other cryptocurrencies and people go oh this is the next big one it's like no dude it's doing what it it's done it like three times in its history it goes way up and then it crashes and it's you know elon musk tweets about it so it's going way up but it's going to crash so again if you if you bought a lot of dogecoin like the second you see that that mountaintop tip over or whatever the second you go over the edge you better sell as, as soon as possible so i don't know people are getting into some wild money trends lately <laughs> no no yeah no no a hundred percent and and like that's why i said like i, I really wanted to just with, with the and it's not even just about gamestop i just like how people feel about wall street in general i'm like hey man it's a lot of things that's essential to america bro that might not you guys might not really like but it kind of eh, eh. Yeah, there's just something that, that, like, that <laughs> there's some things about it that need to be better regulated, and that that kind of exposed one of those things. But uh, so, 
So yeah, I did not get in because it was already really high, and I was like, I'm not taking this chance because overnight it could go back to nothing, and I'm not not chancing it. But uh, so uh, GameStop thanks you. I'm sure a lot of GameStop executives and employees who had some oh, stock. Yeah, I, bet got, you, I bet you they, they all got sold. <laughs> they got paid. There was, there was some kid. Oh, you I see that it. kid who was like 10 years old. His mom bought him uh, 60 dollars in stock last year. He sold it for over three thousand dollars. So uh, he made you know made some uh, some some faithful GameStop customers <laughs> happy. Uh, at the price it was at though it's like yeah you could just buy it like i remember um i remember seeing ford stock stock price like super low for no reason and i was like man that probably should buy that because it's for a motor company and you kind of be not smart to not buy it yeah it's gonna go it will get back up there so now it was like eight dollars to share so (laughs) you probably might want to buy that but um so yeah so I, i i get it um and and i'm glad aaron broke it down for you guys but like look man just, I get it. You guys don't have to wait. You don't have to hate Wall Street. I get it. Yes. <laughs> like, it, y- y- Wall Street is essential to the American economy. All right. So if you're not in America, I mean, I get it. F Wall Street, right? But if you're here, man, it's essential to you, man. Well, just yeah. uh, we need more education on it. We need more people to know how it works. But they kind of, uh, they kind of bank on that too, unfortunately. But well, yeah, that's how it is in any industry. It's already that's in any industry, Aaron. How, <laughs> how much? How much do people really know about the medical industry? Not, not all right. Oh, that's okay. The, that's the big yep. problem about it. Yep. 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 <laughs> and, and, and nobody's gonna take time to learn. So, so, so when you go to CVS for your prescription, and they and, and you see two hundred and fifty dollars for that bottle of pills, you're like, does it really cost that much? Well, realistically, no. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> something but, to play hey. there that's causing it but yeah <laughs> so well it is what it is it is what it is so well moving uh on that, and moving on i'm gonna throw some of my <laughs> my quick ones that i know we don't need to spend a lot of time on but uh i really like that um that goldeneye xbox live arcade remake that's crazy that somebody was just like i think statute of limitations is up enough on this i'm just gonna leak it and they just put out the whole goldeneye xbox live arcade remake Onto the I, internet. Remember, I remember that was during the 360 era, right? Mm-hmm. That was supposed to come out. It was. It was. It was and, like, and, and, and it didn't come out. Done. Why? Because of some type of licensing problem. Uh, or something? The guy came out recently and said it was somebody way high up on, on Nintendo, and they said that Nintendo was on board, and then pulled the plug. Somebody, because somebody said we can't have a Nintendo game come out on Xbox, and then pulled the plug. No more. So now I'm like, I think that with how like people, how much people uh, enjoy this game, because man, all you got to do is <laughs> just take the file, open an Xbox 360 emulator, play it. If you got a, a hacked 360, you can just burn a thing and play it. Um, so essentially, you could play it <laughs> on, you could play it on Xbox Series X because you can run that 360 emulator on the. Uh, if you got it, if you that, can. Uh, get it hacked i know but it even has it even the multiplayer works it has system link and the system link works so people were using some uh some online uh emulation software that they made for online play where you can play system link games with people over the internet so people were playing the online multiplayer for it even um so i mean i i I would hope though that maybe we see this still someday just because uh microsoft puts games on nintendo switch now so maybe i'll just say hey Want to try Did this? You, uh, want to give this one more I go, and you can have it on Switch I guess too. It's kind of like off, <laughs> off topic. Then 
Did you see like the rumor about MCC coming on PlayStation Five? <laughs> I, I did. Were they were like, it could come to another platform. I think that's just somebody looking into the wording. That was that was a stupid and, rumor. And I was I was sitting there <laughs> looking at it like, I was like, well, why? Yeah, that's, you know, that's uh, the the one that they. I mean, they haven't even done that with any any other games yet on PlayStation, so probably not going to start with Halo. But <laughs> not MC, I mean, I, I guess maybe unless they was just like MCC is never going to see another title update. So I mean, hey, if you want to. You know, maybe it's to get guys to jump ship and come play that new Halo that they're going to have out for the next 10 years. I think from the wording, uh, it's just as likely that they could have been talking about Epic Game Store on PC. It's probably just another PC store. It's already on Steam. Um, so why not the other ones <laughs> make more money? But uh, that's probably people buying them. Is. That's true. People buying them. Yeah. People MCC selling like hotcakes on Steam. I think it's I think it made the top ten like the last four months. Yeah, I've been meaning to get it. As soon as I get some people together to 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 play it or something, I'll, I will MC- grab it. Bro, it plays cross platform. Yeah, I don't so, know. But, you know, organizing with people and and actually coordinating as adults. I'm sure I'm sure you can find 15 other people <laughs> that own either a PC or an Xbox to play MCC. I'm like. More than absolutely sure. Then we yeah. can play that big game battle and get it in and take it back to 2006. That would be nice, man. If somebody, if somebody organized the online night for uh, MCC, I would be in. <laughs> M- M- MCC is fire. MCC yeah. is fire. Um, well, yeah, I, I played through that Golden Eye and I liked it a lot, and I'm gonna probably play it through a couple times. Um, in, in wrestling, in wrestling news, wrestling news. Got my AEW Kenny Omega shirt on. Kenta from New Japan showed up on AEW Dynamite last week, so the forbidden door is open, as they've been saying. So the New Japan AEW crossover game is finally happening. So AEW has had impact on their uh, show. Now they got New Japan. They've had Major League Wrestling people on it. So they're just like, I don't know what the comparison is, but they're just trying to bring it right back to how it used to be in the in the '90s and stuff with all these different promotions. And they're like, "We'll work with anybody. It's to everyone's benefit. We'll have people on your show. You can have people on our show. We can do crossover events, set up matches. It's just everyone just likes it. I mean, it just works better for everybody. So uh, why not? But you know, that's not the that's not the Vince McMahon WWE way. So they're still sticking it to him pretty hard on that. They're forming their own uh, wrestling promotion, Avengers, to take on Thanos. I'm gonna see if I can do it. Like, like, see if I can do it. Like, nah. Hey, look at him. Uh, look. Hey, 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 look at him. Uh, he, it, that's like his. That's his go-to Vince McMahon impersonation. He's like, <laughs> you know, there, there's some talks on that though about, um, M, you know, NBC's got all this Peacock stuff going on. They're, they're absorbing the WWE network into Peacock great for everyone oh. i'm sure um and there's word that yeah there's word that nbc might want to buy them um actually from off, vince mcmahon it's comcast. It's, it's, it's comcast is that what it all yeah right. is. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so, so number one for people who don't know okay nbc got bought a long time ago by the juggernaut known as comcast slash xfinity whatever you want to call them aren't they like and, uh, uh aren't they like time warner as well or no they own no they own universal yeah, I was going to say, what is so, the other so NBC Comcast Universal owns, Comcast? Yeah, yeah, Comcast owns 33% of the world media. They own <laughs> Universal. Yeah. So 
So I, I don't know necessarily how that works and how the corporate structure is broken down. But the fact that you're probably one of your biggest, if not the biggest cable provider in the nation, also owns Universal. I don't understand how that deal went through. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, if WWE gets absorbed by Comcast, number one, that's like cheating. Yeah. But, um, I mean, some hey. people just don't care, though. They're like, if it if it takes it from Vince McMahon and it gets somebody else to be in charge of it. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it, it seems like it's so easy for them to make even more money and to just do things that their fans like so that they have a better reputation with them. Um. And he is I've just noticed not about that. They, that. that they have more <laughs> minority champions. I, I've noticed that actually. They do, um, but they can, and, and they can, I, and they've been doing that, that, yeah, a bit. And they, and they, they're, they're lucky in that you know they have so much talent that they have some of the best minority talent on the planet. Um, it seems like they've made more of an effort to go get minority talent. Mm-hmm. Well, they get yeah. like, they by default get everybody. <laughs> Oh, oh I, I get it because it, because of WWE. <laughs> but you know, I, I guess because who's really running the show over there now? Uh, Triple H is like really running the show now, right? So it's like it's it seems like he's paying more attention to like the social climate. Yeah, and there's there's definitely people there that try to do that, but then it, he's making decisions based on that. I think it comes down to Vince McMahon, who then at the end of the day is like. Mm. You know, what's his Look name? Is the first black champion, and I don't even think that lasted very long. And he didn't have who, uh, who Kofi, Kofi. Yeah, he had that really big match, it was great. WrestleMania became the champion, huge deal. And then, like, he didn't do too much with it after that. Now, I feel now, like Vince was like, All right, we gave it to him, let's move on. Now, to what I want again, to I had a convo with obviously Nav about this because he's like a super wrestling fan, and you know, I, I had always been like, Well, why not The Rock? And he was just like, Man, because The Rock was kind of promoted, even though he is black right he was promoted as a samoan because he's also samoan Mm -hmm. but that was like that was how they marketed him as so a lot of people didn't feel like that like you know it was like kofi where it's like not even like an argument how we're marketing the guy um i mean him and him and the new day too are just unapologetically black too so oh yeah oh yeah they are (laughs) they are blackly black 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 that is true um so it's but how do you feel about that Do, do you feel like the Rock got a raw deal because, like, remember he wasn't the Nation of Domination, right? Which was like the AKA WWE Black Panthers, right? So, right. so it's not like he was never black on screen, right? You know what I'm saying? So, how do people kind of how do people look at the two? Like, like how, how do people kind of break it down? Do they do, do they consider the Rock a black champion or not? You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think that it's almost like you just got to consider him his own thing because he's such a force of nature when it comes to entertainment in general. He's now the, one of the biggest paid actors of all time. So, uh, you know, it's like easy to just give it to him then. But then I think you just have to look more to the rest of their history and to what they've been doing more recently. Um, it, you know, and it just doesn't seem like they've made much of an effort or really cared too much and and then you know they obviously made a big deal of it when Kofi became champion but um so I don't know you know diversity in, in WWE they definitely have it they're they're pushing plenty of of, of people now their yeah, issue I've is seen, like, it's a, just, lot of the, a lot of the tag team champions are black I just saw yeah. like uh the girl what's her name the uh the women's champion with the crazy uh, Bianca I think yeah um 
insanely long break. Bianca Belair? I don't know. I don't. I don't even watch WWE enough. But and I, then, I am and familiar then, with them. And then old girl who Snoop Dogg's cousin that was mm-hmm. in Star Wars, who's incredibly attractive. Um, I forgot her <laughs> name, but base. she's incredibly she's incredibly attractive. Like yeah. I, to the to the point where I was like, how is she? Re- like what? Like, <laughs> yeah. So she won't be in WWE very much longer because she's incredibly attractive, and she was just in Star Wars. So yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, she's gonna be doing a thing. She can and do I won't whatever be she her wants. In the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> body body of like just a goddess yeah like uh and she already um, is but yeah yeah so i don't know but their big thing is just booking people are just they always want them to do more stuff they always want them to push different people um that are really popular but like vince if vince doesn't see it that way then they don't really see that but um so people are just ready for him to not he, he's been running it like with an with an iron grip for so long and it's it's almost odd for someone to still be doing that he's like he's getting up there too um is he like 80 <laughs> like is he like 80 uh this man is 75 my goodness i actually i really didn't think he was that old but um so you know it's time come on okay well anyway. and it's also aew's time to change the game change the game man. But I still feel like they need like a super high, like, like they got names, right? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on them to bring in like that next generation of guys that will kind of change things. Because like, I feel like the names they have get people in the door, right? Just mm-hmm. having Kenny, just having Kenny gets people in the door, right? Mm-hmm. But now the next step is like when we were younger. What you know for us, it was obviously like The Rock. It was this, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like those were the two. But everybody else was cool. Triple H was great. Undertaker, you know, all those guys were great. But when we were in school, I just remember everybody had a Stone Cold shirt on or they had a Rock shirt mm-hmm. on. It was like so. I'm waiting on those two individuals to show up, man. For yeah. AEW to kind of take them to that next level, where, where the like, and if your boy, if your boy went and got caught up in that sex case that you told me about, because I thought he was like amazing, um, Velveteen, I thought oh, Velveteen yeah. was amazing. Like I saw him yeah, one time, was... and I was like, "Yo, he is amazing." Me too. And then, yeah. um, that was and then your boy, then your boy, the Japanese cat, they they messed him up when they changed his theme music. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bro, he had the best thing. He, he had the best. Yeah, well, he had the brought best it back. I, I'd ever seen. He had the best <laughs> intro I've ever seen, bro. Like, I, like I told you, I, I watched it with with Nav one time. I'm sitting down, and I'm sitting next to Nav, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, who's this guy?" Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you know, I don't know anything about wrestling, so I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, "Yo, who, who's this guy?" And he was like, "Oh man, he's telling me about him." I'm like, "Bro, it's the best intro I've ever seen." Like, had the whole crowd just captivated. Yeah, he's like a, he's <laughs> so, he's quite the character too. Um, I liked him a lot. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. He used to wrestle with a lot of these dudes that are in AEW now, and when they were all in New Japan, that's why it's it's kind of getting crazy. Is that so many of these guys were in New Japan and stuff like that, and now they're like kind of coming back together and and getting to. Um, I think they're really trying to set up some stuff to kind of finish out their relationships because a lot of them kind of jumped out of New Japan and then didn't get to really finish what they were working on, but. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Wrestling exciting right now, for sure. Um Yeah, man, I'm starting to actually care about watching it again, you know, <laughs> even though I'm not a, even though I'm not a kid anymore. It's, you know, it's interesting. So it's I'm, not just the same old stuff. It was pretty easy to ignore WWE before, but now there's like all this stuff going on. And I just hated the 
the characters. Like I, I, I had felt like the WWE. Like I felt like after this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it, right? <laughs> after like the Rockstone Cold era, right? Mm-hmm. I had felt like that whole super gritty, like you know, the braggadocious. Like I, I saw these guys on the mic, and and maybe it's just that that the bar was set too high. The rock on the mic was like ridiculous. Like he was ridiculous on yeah. the mic. Like Stone Cold was ridiculous on the mic. Like you had guys that just once they got that microphone, man, they were ridiculous. And then I'm seeing these new guys, and I'm just like not interested at all. Like, like they're all you, saying like the same stuff. Like it's not. Yeah. It, it's I was like, Ugh. I think a lot of like, it. I think no there was a there was a bit of a culture shift. You know, everybody was pumping huge steroids back then and stuff like that. And that was like what you wanted. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, we, we moved, <laughs> we moved away from that a little bit. You know, if you look at wrestlers from back then compared to now, there is almost nobody that big. Uh, I felt like so. it was more hip hop back then. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I felt like that hip hop tone was in it more. Cause like big Papa pump was like straight, you know, he's white <laughs> dude, but it was straight like hip hop. Like, you know, how he talked, how he moved. Everything was, you know, yeah, baby, you know, like he was sweat. It was, it was just swagger was just dripping. Like even like Stone Cold, who I never really looked at as like a hip hop guy, like, but the hip hop community kind of just attached to him. You know, everybody loves Every, everybody wanted yeah. that attitude. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and like the new guys, it seems like neutered. Well, I think the, like, it's, 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 everyone back then had mic skills. It seems like, well, everyone that everyone talks about that mic skills. I'm like, that's still, yeah, that's kind bro, of a, it just nice the mic. it's a hard thing to come by these days. AEW has a couple of good, really good people. This guy, MJF, everybody talks about being like the next like mega heel. Uh, he's the, the biggest jerk in the world and he's unapologetic about it. And everyone <laughs> loves him cause he's so good at it. Um, and like you hate him so much and then you also love him cause of how, hateable he has made himself is that it's because it's talent um you know he works with chris jericho all the time now uh because he's gonna be like the next yeah man chris got man (laughs) jesus he's still kind of solid but he's just kind of like a is that the royce his no he's just like a pop can i think his his body just (laughs) filled out into a cylinder major yeah so even if you like (laughs) <laughs> Even if he's all muscle, his muscle all just filled in into a perfect cylinder. Um, he got that major muffin top, bro. He, he got to stop wearing the, the leather, the leather, man. Yeah. It's squeezing, man. It's squeezing. He had a, a few weeks ago, he had a pretty bad bump where he, he does this lion's salt where he, he, still, he still jumps off of the ropes, like not off the top of the ropes, but like off the middle of the ropes and backflips off the rope. And he did that and he his head hit the ground when he was about completely upside down and just hey, what was the name of that move? down i think it's just what? a lion salt um yeah but what did he call it he called it something oh i don't he? know he does have a name for it and yeah he's known it, for it wasn't it like the y2k or something maybe and if it was then that would make sense why he can't he doesn't call it that anymore but uh <laughs> he only kept a couple I, I, of his I, move I, names I, I, I think it was called the y2k because <laughs> obviously the walls of jericho we know what that is yeah i want to still allowed that to use that one called. I, I want to say that that lion salt was like the Y2K or some shit. Yeah, like or that. Y2J like, probably or something like that. But Yeah, yeah something like that. Something like yeah. That. All right. 
Yeah, he's still hitting those, but he had a pretty bad one, and then he he made it up, and the next time he wrestled, did another one, and made sure it was good. But it, that dude's in his fifties too. He's gonna, I think he's gonna retire yeah, soon. Bro. He's doing kind Let's of wrap that. it up, man. Let's he's wrap wrapping it up. up. But that's why I feel like they need to find the next guys. Like right now, they have to find these guys. And and you know what? I want to say this before we move on to the next thing. Like this is easily I I miss talking to you, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like it's it's lonely out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. it's lonely in these streets. So okay, all right. Enough about wrestling. I'm gonna leave that to uh to to hero and novelist on um on the Swordcast, which comes out every, I want to say every Tuesday, weekly. Yeah, they're a little more consistent than we are. Oh, way more. Not even <laughs> not even a little. Um, shameless plug. I love both of them. And uh, you guys should go support that because those two are amazing. Their podcast is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Swordcast. Um, I'm, I'm playing all yeah. novels' music usually if you're hearing it. So. Oh, yeah. Go buy something, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, go buy something because I I get a undisclosed percentage. Um, so um, what is it? <laughs> hey, uh, so okay, um, let's talk. So let's talk about my second favorite game series of all time. Okay, I am a fanboy for two games. Okay, two games. I was like putting two in front of the camera. Two. All right. Halo. I, I could have put this up. And uh, God of War. So these two games hold a uh, place near and dear to my heart because, like, when I was a kid, they were like my, my sources of inspiration to learn about game design. Right. So God of War, the remake or the new version of God of War, God of War 2018. That's what people call it, right? Got an update. So, Aaron, this is your first time playing this game, right? Because you waited for the update. I want to start it yet, though. Through. Oh, man, you are trash. <laughs> so, um, matter of fact, hey, okay, well, how about this? Since you haven't played it, get that 4K 60 frames per second, 12 minutes of gameplay. Get that, put that on screen for the people because you can't talk about how you played it. So, at least put that up there for the people so they can see it with your technical expertise and whatnot, Aaron. <laughs> and and uh, while you're doing that, tell the people how you feel about that update and, you know, what you like about, you know, finally being able to play it. Well, yeah, and, and we said a little bit about it, but it's just uh, I want to play. It's a very good game from what I hear. And if I, uh, you know, I want to make sure I get the full experience um, so i mean even before ps5 was out i uh i waited I, I finished uh god of war 3 or whatever and i was like man ps5 is coming out in like four or five months i'll just wait i'll just play something else and then i'll just play it on there and it'll look better you know 60 frames not a bad resolution um, so finally we're getting it. I mean, I was really worried. It's been, I don't know. It's been what? Two. When did the PS5 come out? November? Yeah. Two, like that. two, almost going on three months here. Um, so it's, it's about time. I'm, I'm glad that they, uh, 
that they did it. But yeah, because I was about to have to, which I was like, this can't be right. They're doing something because they wouldn't, they wouldn't, uh, you know, have me go through this. But uh, if you played, man, I told this thing to. Uh... Come on, Aaron. I just turned Step your game up. You're in the middle <laughs> of the podcast, and you can't get the third screen. Thank you, man. Come on. Look at this, man. Number one, shout out to Aaron for having even the ability to do this. You know, I tell people, man, that the, the guy's legit. He's legit. Hey, man, you have a future in setting up podcasts, uh, you know, production animations and backgrounds and production. Yes, like definitely. Um, somebody needs to hire you right now. But yeah, this game is this game looks amazing. I told people like if this would have came out with the PlayStation 5, it's nobody any it's no way anybody would have argued with you that it was last gen. Right. I mean, yeah, and it can do they were like, hey, remember when the game first came out and it had like a a 4K mode, but it ran like crap? And they're like, if you plug that up into a PS5, it runs perfectly. And I was like, man, I don't want to for one, I want to play the game with the updates because I want bug fixes and stuff um and then I'm, I'm just i'm just like that means they're either remastering it or they're they're gonna put out a patch or an update or something so i, I told you from what i've read they're allegedly going to re-release a bunch of the ps4 classics as ps5 games so that would be like this um also last of us 2 and hopefully that means they add ray tracing or something that, that's probably what you'd have to do and, and you know i wonder if that's gonna happen just because like you know spider-man was like they needed they needed and wanted to replace their peter parker model um so they you know rematched the first game with the new character model um oh slap Kratos! did he have a new did he have a new voice too i, I can't yes. remember yes Kratos so, had a new voice actor or no because, i mean uh, did uh did peter parker have a new voice when they remastered spider-man that that I don't remember. He had a new actor, I know, but I know about Kratos. it's like they, they had reason to, okay. they wanted to put ray tracing in and then, you know, they needed to change out the character. So that makes sense for a remaster to me. I think this game, look at those I, character models, man. I'm just like, they're not going to change anything big though on this look. one. If they remaster it. Well, they'll probably just add ray tracing or something. That's like, look that's, at these, look at the character models in this game, bro. I almost wonder, I'd, I'd like to see like a digital foundry on, uh, the lighting that they did in this game because you know a lot of people go through really great lengths to emulate the lighting manually to make it look like it was ray traced but really they just manually did all of it this was such a cool scene i have seen the opening of this game before and when he does that you're like whoa all right it's got a war <laughs> so my my favorite thing really about this game and uh you can cut the feed because i feel like we're being spoiler boys right now for people who have not played this game Hey man, if you want to go watch that, you want to go watch that twelve minutes of gameplay, man. Y'all can go watch it. Um, I just wanted to show it because you know I want you guys to see some of it. But um, if they figure out um a a, a way to how, how do I put this, Aaron? I guess I'm I, I guess I don't really know how to say it. it's it's from from a technical aspect. Mm-hmm. That game, right? Um, if if they can kind of figure out a way to 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 put that game out on PlayStation Five with ray tracing, um, I think it'll be like a technical showpiece, like for the system, because it's 
that game was beautiful. Like you have to play it there. <laughs> it is one of the best looking games I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I think ideally um, they they don't make a big deal of it. They don't make you rebuy it. They they release a a major update, kind of like how Cyberpunk is going to do or whatever, where you get the you get the PS5 update if you bought it already or you bought it digitally. And then, you know, just kind of enhance the digital version that people can buy that, you know, it works on PS4 and it works on PS5. Um, and that would be nice. Uh, I'll be salty if I play this game before that. Uh, but uh, who knows? Maybe I want to play it again before the next one comes out or something. So, um, well, the next one allegedly is coming out on PS4 as well. So if they did bring it, it out, yeah, apparently so. The, the rumor is they're going to have both of those games. They're going to have Horizon Forbidden West. On PS4 and PS5, and they, they're going to have God of War on PS4 and PS5. Oh, man. Which probably tells you the Why? fact that the, that the turnaround is so fast on the next God of War, because God of Wars don't come out this fast. Right. I mean, so, they, they must have started working on it immediately. Well, they're, they're probably using the same exact engine and the same exact technology, so putting it out on PS4 is not a big deal. Because it's already like, they were already making it. So I could see them saying, well, you know, whatever. It already looks super good. And um, and what I was really gonna get to about like the technical showpiece part, the level of quality, like the difference between Microsoft and Sony with their games right now. That game is so gorgeous, right? The quality control coming out of those studios that Sony has, it's like it's next level. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's the one thing I mean, that they, Microsoft has to do. Like they, Microsoft has one game in their stable where the quality control is like next level. That's Forza. Like Forza mm-hmm. is the quality is always top notch. Whether it's Forza uh, Horizon, which is one of the best racing games ever. Um, well, the last one I think it was what Horizon Four. Um, yeah, and then any of the Forza games. But beyond that, the quality control is dipped. And that's even on Halo. And I'm speaking as that, you know, from that as a Halo fan. Well, you got, you got, Ori, you got Ori too. Ori's not first not. party. Well. They don't, own, they don't own them. They don't own them? No, they don't own how much. They just publish. They just publish the game. I'm but yes. They don't oh, own them. Look, That'll you already happen. know you ain't got to talk to me. You already know you ain't got to talk to me about Ori. <laughs> yeah. Ori's top 20 best games ever made. Yeah. Ever. One little wisp is right there. With any game you're ever, you're ever, it's better than it's better than Metroid. It's better than Castlevania. And if y'all want to argue, I got time. I don't care. <laughs> it's better than all of those. Well, so I'm uh that you know I, I think that that is next on my list after I, I I catch up on all my Zelda stuff. Fortunately, these Hyrule Warriors. I don't understand how you haven't played it yet. I don't get it. Other stuff. I want Aaron, to <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> I'm telling you that one of the greatest games of all time is like, like I'm not saying these other games aren't good, okay? It's one of the greatest games of all time, bro. You have to play it, okay? I bought you, it you too. Can't I do own it. it. I bought, uh, I got the first one on Switch, and I got, I, I did just pick up uh, Will of the Wisps on on Steam. It was like ten bucks, something. Um, I'll let you borrow my Series X so you can play it at six K super sample. 120 frames. Oh man, I got I got the PC with RTX. I'll be good. Okay, then and let's got, go. Then go ahead. I'm gonna play it on my computer to monitor too at 144 hertz. Let's 1440p. go. 1440p. 
Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm just banking on, like, I don't usually play games like that on, on a on a computer, but I'm just banking on liking the first one so much that I'm sure I'm going to be like, I don't Bro, care. Bro, it's so good. Doing it. It's so good. <laughs> and, the, and the second one is so much better than the first one. Yeah, it's crazy. But we're not even about to even talk about Ori. Because, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll talk about Ori for 20 minutes. Okay. So we talked about God of War. We'll, we'll revisit that when Aaron actually plays a game and he stops being a douche. Man, this show is cruel, <laughs> man. This is actually a legitimately good show, man. I'm so glad I'm talking to you today, man. This is crazy. <laughs> I, I, I really miss you, bro. It's crazy. Um, so let's talk about the MCU, okay? Because this is also a, bit, a real big hot topic for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All it's right. big right now. MCU's on TV. They got WandaVision popping off. For anybody that watched the first three episodes and said it was boring, um, what they I say is rapidly trying uh, to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, n- number one, yes, what Aaron said, but number two, it just our appreciation for our history. I don't think, like, I don't know if people really know what they're emulating, but those are like the shows like your grandmother used to watch, man. Mm-hmm. Your parents used to watch, like, like it's. I saw, I, like, I like what Kevin. And it's, it's Kevin Feig, right? Is it Feig or Feig? Feige. I think it's Feige. Feige? Feige? That's what I okay. hear the most. Feige. Okay, let's go with Feige. You got to hold the E. Feige. Okay? Yeah. I like what he's doing, man. He's a genius. He's a genius. It is and, ridiculous. And, and, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's a genius. I don't know what he does. <laughs> I don't know if he just sits there and just combs over all source material from everything and... And then he just thinks like years in advance um, and just comes up with the craziest stuff and then, and then figures he, out how to, how to involve all these different writers and creators and get them to make great shows that all still end up tying up to one thing. Crazy. Have we ever talked about power scaling on our show? Like, or is that, cause that's like next level nerd stuff when we start talking about power scaling. Like, hey, people talk about like character power scaling and how the writers are making certain characters so powerful. The level that they have put Scarlet Witch on, okay, in this show, okay, she's easily top three most, she might be top two strongest people in the MCU, right? And they've been handling it well too, as far as if you look back on it, they're always, they had to check her in Endgame in some kind of way. They always made sure. They always kind of like, turned her up. They always kind of <laughs> turned her up. You know. But they were they like, listen, we know she's powerful, up. but this happened. So, you know, Thanos threatened killing a gazillion other people at the same time so that she wouldn't kill him. So, <laughs> but. So, I, so I feel like I don't want to spoil it, but we have to talk about like the X-Men part of this. So, All right. So that means that means. Episode. So how so how are we gonna do this? That means episode five spoilers. So if you okay, look. have not, it came out on Friday. If you haven't watched yet. Skip. Look, man, turn us off, bro. Skip turn ahead. us off. I, yeah, <laughs> turn us off because this is important. Okay. This is why Kevin's a genius. Okay. Because I talked about this with uh with my boy Rich. Uh, I feel like he's like. Her power, basically, she's going to become, like, basically a villain, right? I don't want to go too much into theories because I just don't want to do all that, right? <laughs> but what he did with her and how they're going to bring in the X-Men, he made it make complete sense. 
Like he 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 made it make complete sense so they don't have to rewrite everything. Because the question you would ask is, how did all this stuff happen in the world and the X-Men never knew about it? How did they just show up out of nowhere? Right? Oh, they just weren't there. And, yeah, right. Oh, they just weren't there, Chris. Well, in different, New York. Different universe. Right. In a different universe. <laughs> right. But if he has a character who's powerful enough to basically destroy like to create a universal rift to where worlds start blending because she hasn't she doesn't have control of everything which he also is subtly showing you like in every thing happens where something goes wrong and she don't mm-hmm. have control right and as things get worse and as as her emotions continue to swell and swell and swell things get worse and worse and worse and she loses more control right Kevin is a genius. So when he brings in the X-Men and he brings in the Fantastic Four and he just makes it make sense strictly off this show, I'm going to have to bow down to this dude, bro. I, I still don't, to, yeah, I don't I, think they're going to bring in the uh, all the same X-Men, but it's I think they're going to end up having their own take on mutants in, in this particular, the MCU's main universe. But it's like he looked at it and went, all right, so we got we got Sony on the hook for more Spider Man, and we just Let's got go. 20th Century Fox. He said, so we we could just throw it all in the garbage, including the parts that people like, or how do we maybe we just, uh, get get some of this in? Blend it in? Figure out how to how yeah. to get them in here a little bit because it's like blend it in. So I, I still don't think that like um. Okay, so the reveal at the end of the episode. I don't think that that's a mutant from this dimension. I think that that is that character from the 20th Century Fox movies pulled into our multiverse. And yes, it is yes, here now. yes. And, 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 and uh, that's what I'm getting at. I still think, I you think- know, ideally he's going to get back to his home universe. But uh, I think that's what we're seeing. Um, yes. I think that Vision is also probably from another multiverse or that the Mind Stone that made him is from another multiverse because he seems to be real as well. Um, well, but you remember they had that scene where he went back to looking like he did when he was dead. So like just, she couldn't, so she couldn't hold up. I felt like she couldn't hold up the uh, the uh, like what, what would you call it? the like the illusion? Yeah, I think that a lot of that's just red, a bit of a red herring that they're kind of uh, leading us on with though, just because. Of how sentient he seems to be, um, and you know, I don't think that that Quicksilver. I, I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think that she made him. I think that that's a person, and and they they keep doubling down on everyone there is a person. Um, yes, they're real people. So I'm like, I, I don't think that that mean. I don't think that that vision is just her creation. Then I think that she, she definitely stole his body, but. Uh, yep. She could have got a Mind Stone from another multiverse, stuck it in him, brought him back to life. Or uh, maybe she hey, tried to bring him back to life and it didn't work. So then she went on that. Man, you, you know, way test, out there so. on, that, on the theory. <laughs> see, I see you out here. You way out here. Look, I think. I didn't know, that, too. Did you know that her sons are characters in the Young Avengers? Yes. I didn't know that until that, today. This is, what, this is what I'm getting at. That's also I what think, they're moving to. But. <laughs> I think that they're blending the multiverse i think that her powers are going out of control and because they're going out of control uh 
her making a pocket universe inside of one universe is destroying the universal rift. Like kind of yeah. like awesome. Um, everything's going to start bleeding in kind of like what they just did with the ultimate universe. Um, Cause the ultimate universe, it doesn't exist anymore. They brought, pro- they brought all those characters into the main Marvel storyline. Mm-hmm. So like miles, miles is in books with Peter now, mm-hmm. like, but not ultimate Peter, like amazing Peter. Right. I'm saying so it's like I think that's what they're doing and I can't wait to see what they do with it but Kevin is a genius. We're going to get off this because we over here in super spoiler territory. So you got anything else you got anything else Aaron that you want to add? It's just going to be interesting. I think we're either going to see we're either going to see how they do mutants or we're going to see the Fantastic Four. We might see Mephisto. Um, I'm leaning towards Doom. And and I think that um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see mutants still for a little bit. I think this is just kind of kind of play into that whole, you know, the next Doctor Strange movie is called The Multiverse of Madness. Wanda stars in it. They already said that. So it's obviously going to have something to do with this show. Um, and then uh, I think we might see Dormammu again as well. But uh, um, hopefully in his real form, not yeah. just like some type of <laughs> face thingy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what else is that lead? To... And if we see Mephisto, hopefully we see Ghost Rider. Oh, and Spider Man. Spider Man's gonna have something to do with it too, because as we, as the worst kept secret in Hollywood seems to be, we're probably gonna see Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. So it's gonna be Look, some multiverse. Man, I'm stuff. cool with that, man. But they gotta put Miles in the film. They could. We need Miles, man. Did, did you we see the also? Um, I guess a little bit of a maybe Easter egg spoiler, but uh, they. Somebody spotted one of the trucks from with uh, the Food Corp name or whatever it is from the Spider-Man game that I haven't played yet. But there was a truck from like the main company, Evil Corporation, from the Spider-Man video game. Um, oh, Rockstar! In isn't it like Rockstar? Something like that. Um, yeah. There, one of those trucks was on the set uh, for the new movie. So I uh, saw like some Agent think- Venom rumors. Yeah, I don't know, who knows? I think that we'll we'll maybe see though. Again, maybe that's why they they remade uh, Spider Man for that video game. Maybe that kid's gonna show up in that movie. <laughs> I don't think he'd have a big part, but you know, Agent uh, Venom, man. Cameo. I'm 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 seeing the. Uh, hey, look, whatever Kevin's gonna <laughs> do, man. This next this next wave of the MCU is about to be crazy, and they're about to bring out that uh that Falcon Winter Soldier. And, um, when a soldier show, which is looks awesome, that's great. Like, it, trailer that trailer great. Awesome. <laughs> so, hey man, look, Disney's on fire. Uh, like they got the schedule like, too. The schedule, bro, they're gonna have us lot. one episode a week all year. So yeah. as soon as WandaVision is over, the game. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then um, and then hopefully we come back with some Star Wars. Yeah, the Mandalorian single, the Mandalorian single handedly saved the Star Wars franchise. And uh, there's another rumor that they're going to basically scrap the f- the three films they just did and just do another three. Yeah, I don't think I don't <laughs> think any of those are true. Those are the same rumors where they're like, uh, everyone hates Kathleen Kennedy and uh, they're trying to stage a coup and she's definitely gonna get kicked out. And they've been saying those rumors for I don't know how many years. And then every time you hear like, uh you know, John Favreau or someone talk about her, they're like, yeah, she's great, whatever, she's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not doing any of that. So I think that's the same thing with the whole, they're going to rewrite the the new ones. 
John Favreau recently came out and said, yeah, we're our, our uh, show is going to lead up into the new trilogy. Um, they, they don't need to rewrite it. You can, you can just skip past it. You don't have to acknowledge it or anything. You don't have to build more stories in that time period. Um, I told you what I think they should do. Old Republic, <laughs> man. They're doing Old Republic. Like, Old, Old Republic should have always been the move. Because then they can do whatever they want. They're doing it. I mean, they're making the High Republic comics, I think, just started. And then um, I think there's there's a TV show, at least, in the works for it as well. And I think that they want to make a movie, too. Old Republic is the move. Um, that'll be cool. Yeah, Star Wars is definitely going to fill that that gap, too. So when they start having Marvel you know, show gaps, it's going to be ping-ponging right over to, oh, here comes Book of Boba Fett. Oh, here comes Mandalorian. It's going to be just back and forth every week. We're going to have something, some Star Wars or some Marvel <laughs> to uh, to uh, ingest, digest, whatever. Um, I am mad at that. So I'm not mad at that. It's at exciting. All. I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. I hope. I just wish that they, they would stop putting it out at 3 a.m. on Fridays still. But hey, man, can beggars just, can't be choosers, right? You just put it out at a time we can all watch it. Uh, they're like, nah, man. Deal with them spoilers. Boy. Deal with the the yeah the, the nerds up at three a.m. who watched it and then they posted about it at seven a.m. But <laughs> so okay, moving on to other things that look great, right? Uh, Mortal Kombat, man, looking uh pretty pretty decent. Looking good. I like uh I like the way all the people look. They said it's gonna have some fatalities. I think it's gonna be crazy. They got a lot of good fight people involved. That should have some good. Fight I scenes. I appreciate the Asian casting. Like mm-hmm. the 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 one thing about the diversity movement in Hollywood and gaming and entertainment, just period, and that includes sports. I don't know if you know anybody in the sports like Bruce Arians. You know, you know, congrats to the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, right? He has three assistant black coaches. He has two women on his staff. He has two two female football coaches on his main staff, right? Damn, like. So like the the diversity move, and I think one of the women, I think one of them is Iranian. So I I want to say like she's like I you know from Iran, but it, I'm not sure. Like I don't mm-hmm. quote me on that, but I think but I think one of them Iranian. And you you're starting to see like all this amazing stuff like happen how it's supposed to happen. So like we was talking about Ghost of Tsushima earlier, right? I finally finished it. The cultural relevance of the game. Is what makes it good. Mm-hmm. It's it because it's a sucker punch game. It plays like a sucker punch game. You play the sucker punch game, you play Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. And that's no insult to sucker punch. Just y'all ain't, you know, y'all ain't hell of a like that. You know, it's sucker mm-hmm. punch game. Right. But the cultural stuff, man, like Mortal Kombat having like Asian casting the way it's supposed to be. Like the ninjas aren't just some random white dude in a suit, like yeah. the first. Mortal Kombat and like and shout outs to to uh the Mortal Kombat Nether Realm guys for kind of changing that when they were rebooting it and everything. That's how they yeah, made them in the games like, and stuff like that too. And I'm glad that they, they kept with that. Uh yeah, in the movies. I mean honestly the dudes that they got in the movies almost look just like the dudes that they put into the amazing. That's <laughs> yeah, amazing, man. And it's just like <laughs> And and people don't understand how much cultural adherence and relevance plays into us growing as a country, man. Like it matters. We're, we're like we're a melting pot, 
And like, I'm the dude that gets mad, Aaron, if I walk into a Mexican restaurant and there's no Mexicans cooking the food. I get, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I rate, I leave. Well, that's when you I'm just not go, staying. All right, well, this isn't like, yeah, yeah, Mexican. this ain't it. Yeah, this ain't it, bro. I'm out. I'm that guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I'm in a Chinese restaurant. Uh, what? There's no Chinese people making the food? I'm out. <laughs> so it's, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I truly believe in, in these things, man. So like, I think that Mortal Kombat film is going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I guess my, my one issue with it is like, their new guy who's like, you know, they're doing the thing where they have a new character and they that's how they introduce you, the audience, to the Mortal Kombat tournament and characters as you're following the story of this new guy. And it's just a white guy who's a UFC fighter. I'm like... Oh, they're doing it to kind of sell it instead of just going with Luke Kane? So you're, like fo- you're following him and he's entering into that universe. Um, but I'm like, oh, just a UFC guy? I'm like, for one... He got. He better have some kind of heritage or something, because if you're not doing something supernatural like some of these other dudes, I don't care about your UFC, man. It's gonna throw now, a braided they, fan through your neck. Are, are, are they doing it to like have him as like a first person view of this of the story? I mean, he's or he's he like he's the, the star. Story? He's the star. It's his story. So why is Kang not the star of this film? I don't know. That's and that's and that's where it's it's weird. It's like it, it's cool because they'll be able to hit a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat characters and they don't have to care so much about uh, fleshing out one of their stories to take up a whole movie. You know, it still opens up with like, you know what? Real life Scorpion fighting Sub-Zero. And then like, I was about to say, with it really, now that I've like seen the story of Mortal Kombat for real, I think Mortal Kombat is really about the ninja clans. Mm-hmm. And like, still... that should really be like the main focus of the story is like the ninja clans. Yeah, and it's weird that, uh, and you know, maybe maybe it'll it'll come back around and tie into it because they did either the movie opens or very early on it just shows the backstory of Scorpion and Sub Zero and, and Scorpion when he's alive and then getting killed or whatever. Um, so you know, obviously there's got to be some major focus there. Um, but yeah, it does. You know, the main kind of story plot is is following this this UFC guy. Mixed martial art, MMA, I should say, MMA guy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm but like, if you don't have any supernatural powers, how is he winning a fight? That's that's right. That's what I'm like, and I'm and I'm like, so you know, maybe maybe he'll get something. I hope he gets something. I hope he's not just like, this is what happens if an MMA guy gets a hold of one of these Mortal Kombat people. But it's like, I I hope that they're holding the Mortal Kombat people you in know much what? higher regard. You know what? Maybe they <laughs> maybe they pulled a rug from under your feet, Aaron. And they do like what they did in Warrior. Like, have you seen? Did you watch that show Warrior on uh, HBO Max? Show Mm-mm. Showtime, whatever. Uh, no, Cinemax. It was Cinemax, but it's on. It's on HBO Max now. You should watch it. I think I've heard about it. You have to watch it. Well, they put uh, a UFC fighter in like the second season. And, was it like one of those showed- what if fighting shows? Um. So it's based on a book that hmm. bruce lee wrote oh um and it's like you know it's about like chinese americans coming over to uh, chinese people migrating to america during uh you know during the great migration period coming into san francisco the racism that they got faced with and the um and, and you know how people didn't want them here and 
just you know that whole story like it you know you know just mm-hmm. America America being America <laughs> you know what I'm saying and um and it's a great show like you should watch it but th- in the second season he fights the main character fights a UFC fighter um and they kind of hype up this guy to be like this big battle like you know with these two like it's gonna go so real deep into the show like the way they was hyping it up and it's over in like one episode like in like one episode it's a wrap and he's out of there right and <laughs> i'm saying like maybe maybe they trying to set you up for the oop aaron and they like yeah the story's gonna follow so and so and then in the first couple scenes he gets waxed yeah maybe <laughs> i think i think we just already know enough about it that he won't but i'm you know maybe he's a uh, relative to johnny cage and all of a sudden he does like some speed freaking the flash speed force stuff i don't know what his powers are called but you know puts across the thing and and flies and kind of almost instantly teleports and kicks you super fast and like you gotta have something like that so that's what i'm banking on i i have to imagine that he'll get something because you just you gotta have some kind of superpower oh i'll down like look i'm gonna trust nether i'm gonna trust nether realms i i feel like as far as story elements they've made the best stories with their fighting game so and this is one of those those companies that are producing this that are like trying to do right by fans and they're trying to make like the quintessential mortal Kombat film so um i think it'll be it'll be good in that regard um so that was cool yeah there's a trailer go check it out it's coming i think it's it's supposed to come out this year it's going to be on hbo max yeah as long as it's out this year bro (laughs) hbo max is quickly quickly um making netflix like irrelevant like i don't understand why you have netflix like i don't get it like like they got judas and the black messiah coming out on hbo max that film looks amazing like i have to watch that film i don't know i mean yeah i don't know what's on netflix anymore man story story about fred hampton gotta see that uh godzilla vs kong gotta see that um mortal Kombat, gotta see that like Mm -hmm. bro are you kidding me are you kidding me yeah like that those are three major films that would be in box office right Netflix, I'm still, uh, they got some animation shows on the way that I still, they're still able to make animation shows. But even then I used to be like, Hey, they got, they had like comedy specials. So it was good to like watch some, something funny every now and then, but there's, they don't even have those anymore because nobody's recording any new ones. (laughs) See this, see this. Having comedy specials is trash. All right. Like, let's not lie. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was, they were coming out with like, you know, 10 a month and I'd watch like one every couple months but <laughs> even that first day one was trash that was pretty long so even that but, first uh, day was you know Chinese. i i'm looking i like uh i like kevin smith and mark bernard and, and they're working on that that he-man show and i'm uh i got i got high hopes for that one i think it's from the people Amen. who do the uh castlevania anime and stuff it should it should look slick anyways and be a fun ride Amen. But... make sure you watch that judas and the black messiah man is that a movie? Make sure you watch that. Yes, man. It's a film, man. You got to watch it, man. You have black mother effer. Is it? You need to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> is it a movie that's already been out or is it like coming out for the first time? Um, I think it actually had been out. Um, da, 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 da. No, 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 no. It hasn't. It comes out in three days. Yeah, maybe it was it on like the, uh, you know, the, the yeah. indie circuit it stuff. percent. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, bro. It's about Fred Hampton, dog. Come on, dog. You got to watch that, man. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield. We don't yeah, get I'm films. Like, <laughs> we don't get films that hold 
and this is like, you know, hopefully, you know, well, actually, most of our friends watch this show and they kind of woke, you know, like, like, you know, I will say this, Aaron, we are blessed to have the, uh, the white constituency that we have when it comes to like <laughs> political, political beliefs. And I got to give Jay a lot of credit for that. Justin Summers was the, uh, I don't know if he's watching, but Jay, it was definitely a, uh, a igniter to the uh, political landscape for me. I don't know if he was for Aaron, but he was definitely a big influence. I mean, I learned I, how I view people. I learned how I so much from that people. dude working yeah, man. with them. Jay was I amazing, mean, I was, man. That was part of my growing up as an adult, honestly, is yeah. things I learned from him. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jay was amazing. <laughs> so, he, so he definitely is one of those people that's like super, like super understands, say, like what you've been told about the Black Panthers your entire life is a lie. Like that is all a lie. Okay. Like <laughs> not, nothing that you've read about the Black Panthers or got told about the Black Panthers is factual at mm -hmm. all. They're not represented properly in white America, and they get they get compared to like the Ku Klux Klan, which is a joke. Well, they did they did to um, them what they've been trying to do to uh, like Black Lives Matter movement. All they all yeah. they got all they got to talk about is oh they they're just rioting and destroying cities. It's like, and that's what they were doing to the Black Panthers. Yes, it was a joke. Those those gentlemen got murdered. Uh, one in particular got murdered in his bed. Uh, with his pregnant wife in the bed. Like, believe me, okay, you got told some lies. So Judas and the Black Messiah is like essential because this is one of the first films, if not the first film, I think it's the first one that I've, that I'm, that is getting publicized that's showing like Black Panther members um, in like more of a realistic historical light, mm -hmm. you know? So, I'm glad that it got 98%. I'm glad that everybody's hyping it up. And it's probably going to win an Oscar because that's, it's one of those films that's made to win an Oscar. I don't know if y'all <laughs> people know that, but they make films and write films that are specifically set up, okay, to win big ass awards. They just be like, all right, look, man, whew, Panda Jim, this was getting an Oscar. Might not make no money. But we're gonna get that trophy. Yeah. That's all they'd be worried about. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get that trophy. Well, so, yeah, there you go. It looks like uh it will be on HBO Max. So I'm watching that hey, February 12th. Let's Friday. Go. Let's go. Hey, I'm in there. <laughs> like swimwear. I will have watched it by the next episode, probably. So, <laughs> so there's right, your uh, there's your movie club assignment. Hey, so everybody needs to talk about it. Everybody needs to watch through this in the black side. <laughs> Everybody needs, everybody needs to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Everybody needs to go play Ori in the Will of the Wings. <laughs> two two hey. main messages. Didn't your brother buy it? Oh, yeah. My brother's been a big fan. Oh, wait. No, on, oh, no, no, he wasn't. No, he said, he said he bought it because he heard you talking about it. I don't know if he's played it yet. Come on, he man. He picked it up. <laughs> you got to play it, man. Everybody has to play it, man. So it's an artistic masterpiece, man. All right. So moving on. Lucas Games, okay. Yeah, Got more part they, uh, they, you know, they, the they formed a, a proper Lucasfilm Games. I don't know if they had that because they had Lucas Arts and they closed it. But um, and then you know they had Star Wars, and 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 the EA games, but there wasn't like a Lucasfilm game. So they made Lucasfilm Games. And they announced more partnerships. Um, the first one being okay. uh, Indiana Jones, first in, first major AAA. 
get to the elephant in the room. Come on, Aaron. Get to the elephant. <laughs> like, skip, skip the BS. Come on, Aaron. Come on, man. Talk about the Indiana Jones games and why everybody cares. Come on, man. Well, Throw I mean, I don't know if anyone can think of an. I I don't even know if there's ever been a good Indiana Jones game in the I modern era. It. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, what's the last Aaron. one they had that that I, I remember seeing a uh, hundred copies of. Kingdom and the Crystal Skull for the original Xbox or something on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, nobody liked that. So, so they're doing what they should have been doing all along. Take the property, give it to somebody who knows how to make video games. Um, and this time they're picking up uh, machine games with Bethesda and I guess Microsoft um, who have made uh, all the Wolfenstein games. So kind of right hand in hand with the Doom remakes. Machine games has been there bringing back Wolfenstein. All their games have been pretty highly rated. It's interesting, though. I don't, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know what else they've made other than that. So we'll see what they do with Indiana Jones because it's not going to be a fast-paced first-person shooter, I would assume. Um, but it's a studio Look, that knows man. how to make video games, so that's nice. Come it's on, great. bro. So, so, so we're not going. We're not just going to throw this out there, bro. It's being made by Bethesda, bro. Okay, Bethesda. Well, Machine Games, which is owned by Bethesda, is not. Not Bethesda, but Machine Games, which is under, which is which is under the, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're wait, they're, wait, wait. they're in they're in. I I put them up there with id Software, so um, I'm just saying. as opposed to games, Bethesda Softworks. <laughs> I'm just saying, Machine Games is a part of the family. Okay, they're part of like that whole landscape. They just they were a part of the big ass purchase. Okay, the only right. reason anybody talked about this Indiana Jones game, come on, Aaron, you know, ain't nobody would nobody care. The only reason people care is because they want to know whether it's going to be exclusive or not so they can argue about it. Okay, otherwise, we would have been like Indiana Jones game. Who gives a F? Yeah, okay, I, don't, I don't think it'll be exclusive. I think that's probably part of the deal, I would assume, with Lucasfilm. They don't want their stuff to I be mean, exclusive. I mean, Lucasfilm is owned by who? Disney. Okay. And Disney owns what? Other properties. I don't know. Everything. Star uh, Wars. Mar- Marvel. 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 Okay. Let's see. And one of their characters has an exclusive game on a console. Well, to be now, fair. You could argue Sony. Sony has yeah, but Sony has <laughs> Sony owns the film rights. Okay, I ain't heard not one time ever that they own the video game rights to Spider-Man. Spider-Man just came out on multiple consoles, even while Sony owned the film rights. Why does Spider-Man come out on one console? I don't know. That might be out there. I'm curious. I feel like Sony would have paid up to be like. And then, yeah, because it was (laughs) it was made by. uh... Well, now they. Didn't they just buy uh finally they buy a Insomniac? They bought Insomniac, yep. At the time though, they, it, they didn't. And all that happened at the same time. They they made the game, they bought Insomniac right after that game came out, which means they had already planned to buy them like a year ago, because <laughs> you know those deals take forever. Like um, that game came out and it got its ratings and it sold, and then they said That's look, it. <laughs> I think I think Disney is saying, Hey, look, if you want it, come pay for it. Otherwise, we good. 
<laughs> like, hey, that's what it I is. Mean, they, they knew that they knew, you know, Spider Man was like their safe bet. They want they want everything Spider Man, Sony and entrenched. They you know. But uh That's a hell of a game to be exclusive. It's such that a weird... is a ludicrous game to be exclusive, bro. They've only made first person shooters. That's such a weird thing. I, you I know think what? they're gonna make a first shooter, man. You know what? Uh I guess dudes who made the Star Wars game made Titanfall <laughs> and, and yeah. Call of Duty. So, you know. If, you, if you're a good developer, you're just a good developer, man. You can make it happen. Yeah. That's the best Star Wars game I've ever played. Yeah, I really liked it, man. I'm really, I really want another one. I'm ready for another one. I hope it doesn't take too long, but. Yeah, Once you know, I gave it a fair shot, I actually played it, and it was really, really, really good. Yeah, I played it on Series X, so I had that 60 frames a second in 4K, tried that, and it, like, it looked amazing. Yeah, I tried that new update. Because that's, that's one that came out, and it had, it had a lot of bugs and stuff, too. But oh, now oh. It's, it's, it's like Terrible. solid now, and, uh, and you can play it how I played it on PC, which was, yeah, I played it in 60 FPS, <laughs> like uh, higher than 1080p. It was nice. I, I liked it. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. A, I think the new Indiana Jones game is gonna be Uncharted. You feel like it's got to be right. I mean, I think it's gonna be Uncharted. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Uncharted. I think it's gonna be Tomb Raider, and Microsoft is gonna pay that bread to get it. Mm-hmm. That is my proposal. You think they're, they're gonna, gonna keep throw, it on Xbox? I think they're gonna throw, bro. If they're the deals already in place, right? <laughs> like these deals don't just happen overnight. Nobody woke up and said, "Oh, we about to pay seven point five bill for uh for 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 Zenimax." That that's not a thing. You don't just wake up and make that decision, right? So they had to have looked at the portfolio, and they had to have said, "They got this. They got this. They got this. They got this." And whatever the evaluation was, that everything that was in that portfolio, they said, "Look, man, we need all of that." So rather than and and maybe. And this is just you know some some boss type stuff because I love Saudi and the dollar. I, I think he's like the best CEO in tech. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure there was some type of price thrown on the floor where they was like, "Hey man, we're we, you know we're in a bidding war with everybody trying to get these games." And he looked at it and he said, "Why don't we just buy them?" <laughs> and, said, and they was know, like, "They wouldn't like it if we game? bought Sony, but what about these guys? We can just yeah, just, just buy them." them. <laughs> and it's like, "What? What? what? Are you talking about the games?" The games, no man, the whole thing, bro. Get get the whole thing. Like, did, did you ever hear the story about how uh, Zuckerberg bought um, Oculus? Uh, yeah, he just tried it one time with the founder and said, <laughs> "I need it, I want it." Said, "I want it," and they was like, "Oh man, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll make you one." He's like, "No, no, no, you, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. <laughs> I want guys, all of this." I want the whole thing. <laughs> Here's the zeros, brother. Sign the check. <laughs> like, I love those stories. Yeah. Because it's like, what? Like, you want everything? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I need it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I guess I'm we'll sure. see. I just feel like it would be part of the, the Disney contract to be like, but. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I feel like the Disney but, contract would say put it on everything so that everybody can play. Why would they want it. Indiana Jones game? It's Indiana Jones. Who cares? Because well, they own it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's <laughs> a big money maker. They're about to make a new one. They're gearing up Just to make win. one more. How much money did that last movie make? No, they're, they're gearing up for one more with Harrison Ford. 
Let me see how much money that last movie made. I mean, that was Wasn't that, that the was one with Shia LaBeouf in it. Yeah, but that's pre Disney. <laughs> Disney takes everything and turns it into gold. So <laughs> they're trying to and do. Harrison is so old. Because I think that they're they gonna break. they're gonna try to do what that Crystal Skull did, and they're gonna have probably a new person that they want to take over going forward. Um, and they they know they only got one more chance to do that. So it's not so it's not gonna be Shia LaBeouf. No, I think I think that uh, you know he was getting back in some good graces, and then he uh, didn't treat his last few girlfriends too well. Well, well, <laughs> hold on, damn. Production budget was $185 million yeah, dude. on the last Jones film. The opening weekend, it made $100 million. Domestic box office made $317 million. Worldwide, it made $786 million. So That's pretty good, honestly, for back then, especially. That's, that's really good. <laughs> that was in 2008. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll take it back. I guess people care about Indiana Jones. Even still, so, they, they still kind of canned it after that, but... Uh... Uh, the next one's slated for July 2022. Hey, man. Indiana okay. Jones 5. I, I, so I'll I don't know, you know. But I don't <laughs> think. But but I firmly believe, Aaron. I really do. I firmly believe that when Microsoft evaluated Zenimax and they saw the whole portfolio, because these things are never just overnight, right? Mm-hmm. They said, look, man, we need all of that. Like anything that's not announced. Now, if it's already announced, we can't, we ain't no reneging. Mm-hmm. But if it ain't announced yet, it's ours. We need it. And I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm putting, because there's no way you pay that much money, even though to them it's nothing. Like, which me and you talked about, like $7.5 billion for Microsoft is not a lot of money. It's just not. Yeah. Like I think they, I think they had at the time when they made that purchase, they had uh thirty-eight billion dollars in cash. Like, and for people who don't understand what that means when I say that, that thirty-eight billion dollars lying around, like just raw mm-hmm. cash. Like they just had it. And they had to spend it on something. <laughs> and it was like, uh, well, you know, uh, Let's buy that. You know what I'm saying? They, they just made more money, I think, last year than they like oh, and ever quarter. have. No. <laughs> yes. And, and, and they made $15 billion in a quarter. Three months. They made $15 billion. So it's so they had, they already made the money back for the purchase <laughs> that they made uh, like four months ago. They were like, oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, that's already took care of that. It's already paid for. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to pay for it. Well, we can talk so, about them again in a bit. Who? But yeah, Microsoft. Oh no, man, we are done with them, man. It's over. <laughs> unless you want to talk, unless you want to talk about the Xbox Live thing, which yeah, you know, which we we can get um, to that. I guess, and going along with that though, that will be the show. I guess they already announced it was coming to Xbox, but it it happened. You know, they announced the game. They got the game box art. It says it's an Xbox box, and it says PlayStation Studios in the bottom right. It's kind of cool to see, but. <laughs> I swore, like we talked. I swore they talked about this. They last probably year. did announce this. It's just that the game got announced with the cover and everything. So now everybody's talking about it. Because I was sitting there, like, <laughs> wait a minute. I remember last year they said that, that this was the last year that this baseball game was going to be exclusive. And I had already, I had already figured that it's because of like the major league baseball players 
you know, they're, they're unionized and it's probably some type of collective bargaining agreement and they're trying to make the most money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, man, it can't be exclusive. Like it's 140 million people that can't play it. Yeah. So I guess cool for the baseball fans who used to be Xbox fans, but then they had buy PlayStations. Uh, yeah. Stadia is dead. They closed other game studios. <laughs> They they said they're going to shift to commercial stuff. It sounds like they're just going to do stuff like that Control game had on like Switch. Uh, and there was another game that has it too, where you can buy the game on the Nintendo store, but then you buy like a streaming client to play it from somebody's hosting. I don't know whose it is, but I think that's what they're going to start doing for companies. They're going to start saying, hey, you want to put that game on Switch? You can put it on, uh, you know, we got this whole Stadia thing. <laughs> it's like, Top, top of the line. <laughs> I, I, I probably think that Google just has it as like their competitor to Apple. Like, you know, Apple has like their game store. And I think they just want to have like a competitor in the space. Yeah, but play. I mean, they, they, they shuttered their um, game studios, so they're not making games anymore. They're Correct. just. Uh, but I think they don't really think they need it if that's really all it's going to be. Like, I think it's they like, were just like, yeah. so think of it. Hey, bro, you just bought a Google Chromecast Ultra, Aaron. Hey, man, you can get this. Comes with a controller. If you want to play some games, you can play some games. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's how they're going to. Yeah, they're just going to double down on right. the, the service of it and not yeah, try like, to hey, be man. A, Yeah, less ambition. But that's wise. No one, it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. So. <laughs> not the way they got it set up and i think amazon's doing the same thing i will say i tried it um i uh you know i did that thing when they gave me three free months and a free chromecast ultra just for being a google person um and i waited until the last week of the free subscription to boot it up on my computer and i played hotline miami with a mouse and a keyboard uh and it was playable i was like i thought that would be a good test because that game is you know you, you move a cursor around to aim um and it was pretty playable i was surprised honestly i was like that's pretty good looked good sounded good um but i don't know they just don't you know maybe if they did something like they bundled it with youtube premium and then they could really do that thing where you're watching a streamer play a game and then you can literally click a button and play it but it was too much money i mean kids aren't i'm going for all that i play a hitman on it that's probably yeah, a good was, one. I would have liked to I try like was, Doom or something. I thought it was super dope. I should have tried a first-person shooter. That's probably, I think, the real testament to how good the latency is or whatever. I mean, look, man, I think it's ultimately just going to end up being a, a, like a just a service. Like the, and it's just, they're going to just say, hey, why get an Apple TV? We can get a Chromecast and play real games mm-hmm. instead of playing those Apple games in the Apple Arcade. And it's just something else to get people, you know, to do that. Now, I think that the the problem will be if Microsoft, again, I guess going back to them, puts in that deal with LG or Samsung and they get xCloud on televisions. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, then it's like the competition in that space is is like next level. It's going to be tough too because they're going to have to... uh... You know, they're probably not going to be making as much money as Microsoft, and they're going to have to keep up with that infrastructure. Every machine they have in the network 
is going to be out of date sometime. Uh, and they're going to have to re, you know, <laughs> upgrade the, all of the hardware. Um, so we'll see if it makes it that far or if they just decide to can it before that. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, nice try, Google, but not this time. <laughs> uh, and I guess the only quick topic we had is, is, uh, the Resident Evil tall lady is tall. It confirmed she's tall. Um, that game looks pretty good. I, I didn't play seven. Um, I think that multiplayer game that they're making for it looks like trash. But uh, the actual Resident Evil 8 Village looks 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 pretty nice. It's going to be good. It's going to be a first. Uh, it's going to be one of the first kind of real next gen games. So that'd be cool. Hmm. Is yeah, how tall is she? 10 feet? Nine foot something. <laughs> so she's actually taller than. Uh, any of the other tyrants and all that stuff. She's taller than Tyrant, who was the next tallest one. But I think, and I think it'll be a cool twist as if she's some she kind of, uh, I don't think so. Um, I think what she's going to end up being is an actual perfected, like, tyrant. Like, what they were trying to make with, like, Mr. X. You know, they were kind of getting them to look more, less monstrous and more like humans. I think that she is the first, you know, completed uh, tyrant project or whatever. So, which I think was a cool, that's a cool way to, to do it. Um, but we'll see. It's just surreal though. I don't know if you saw the footage of like when, when he walks into the room and cause it's first person, it's like the perspective you almost can't tell, but her chair is just huge. And then, and then she stands up and like, he's like looking up and you're just like, Oh, and she's like bigger than the doors and stuff. I mean, it, it looks cool. I mean, that game, looks phenomenal um <laughs> so pretty exciting but uh i don't know i still haven't played seven i like resident evil but uh that game looks real scary and uh i'm gonna have to like find somebody to watch me play it or sit next to me or something um <laughs> so yeah he said you gotta find somebody sitting next to you I'm terrible with scary. I don't know. I, I liked Resident Evil so much. I bought all the game. I got I got all them GameCube ones. Like them things are like, I don't know how much those are worth now, but they ain't cheap. I got like the Resident Evil 2, 3 uh, Code Veronica ports on GameCube. I played all of them. Had the hardest time, man. Them games are scary and they're hard and stressful. Um, But uh, I don't know. Then 4 and 5 and 6 were just fun. But So I'll catch up someday. I also right. I was trying to play VR. Are we ever, ever going to play anything together? By the way, are we ever going to pick a game to play? Like, sure. I don't know. We don't play anything together. Nothing. Nothing. I I mean I barely. Last time we played a game together was when Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out. Did you Did you come over and play that? Oh, like after yeah, work one day or something? Yeah, I came <laughs> out. We played it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. Was it the night of? Yeah, the night of, and we was playing we through the story the mode. Player mode. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, I mean, after this pandemic, everything's over. I feel like we just gotta try to do some, some in-person right. shows. Maybe I, I gotta, I gotta someday realize us in front of a green screen, standing behind this counter. Um, <laughs> and it wouldn't be hard. I just, we just gotta be in person and be on a green screen. Hey, man, look, man. <laughs> I'm sure, man. We will make it happen. Okay, so. 
All right, so I guess I'm going to let you get your first uh, rant off in the first four episodes. You know, I've ran it. Uh, you haven't you haven't ran it. So, okay. And I just got a few I just got a few things to say about it. Given the blizzard. <laughs> Go ahead. Act- Activision uh, is now completely the house of Call of Duty. They gave away Vicarious Visions to Blizzard to, to be sacrificed to Blizzard because who knows how many employees and studios have been sacrificed to them. They can't put out a, a game to save their life. But Overwatch 2, I think, was announced at the beginning of last year or before that. Um, and it's still not even supposed to come out this year. Uh, they've been remaking Diablo 2 for forever, which is apparently something that Vicarious Visions might go help with. Uh, they've... I mean, they they tried to make a new World of Warcraft for like the last 20 years and it's never happened. Um, not 20 years, but, you know, 15. Uh, so they, now they're in that camp and, and their work will just forever be, you know, a, a blob in the credits of Overwatch or Diablo, which is sad because they brought back Crash Bandicoot and it did bonkers sales, did very well, released on all platforms. Everyone was like, wow, this is how you can do this. Then Toys for Bob took their formula and uh, their guidance and made the Spyro trilogy. Um, and then they said, let's do Tony Hawk. And then they brought back Tony Hawk. They did one and two. Everyone loved it. The first loved Tony Hawk game since PlayStation 2. <laughs> uh, and Activision has tried several times uh, to, to, to get that back on its feet. Uh, and they finally did. And then they said, hey, man, uh, Papa Blizzard really needs your help. So go over to them, uh, which sucks. I, I just feel like they're they're kind of like Valve, right? Where like they used to make games that they liked and that they were passionate about and that um, that, you know, people liked them. They, they, they made good games. And now it just seems like they're another company like Valve where it's about they got to make the money. So it's. What's making money? Overwatch. We need new Overwatch stuff all the time. Everyone work on Overwatch. Uh, Diablo 3, I mean, did kind of good, but it was just like, how do we make money off the auction house? We need new items. We need new everything. And then uh, um, started off real bad. Pe- two people did not like that game when it first came out. Um, StarCraft has just kind of been dead for a while. I haven't done anything with that. They, they just look at Overwatch. It's making all the money. Um so they got to do that. I don't know. And, you know, like Valve, they just stopped making games. So like, well, we got Steam now uh, and we just got to do whatever makes the most money. And we're not going to really do that game stuff anymore. So that just sucks. It's like they've just been sacrificed to them now. And then Activision has all Call of Duty studios except Toys for Bob. So like, I think Toys for Bob, they're doing that Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh, and then who knows? Maybe they'll just get sacrificed to blizzard as well but every other studio that they have now is just a studio that works on call of duty one of the two you know main ping-ponging call of duty games um which is crazy to think about because activision was so big and i I really didn't realize that they were only call of duty now um pretty much so that's crazy and unfortunate Maybe Toys for Bob will make Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4 and use the same engine. At least they have an engine that works, but uh, we'll see. But uh, it's it's weird. It makes me think about what... Uh, I wonder what Activision and Blizzard... I wonder who makes more money. I think it's probably Blizzard. Um, I wonder, you know, 
who's who wears the pants in that relationship and if they're just uh-uh. kind of <laughs> does activision well, just exist to make call of duty now as a partner with blizzard i don't, I don't even know it's weird It's weird that they, and you know, it's like they don't even have a direction. It's like they make so much money off of Call of Duty. You think they'd be doing stuff to do more, but they're just doubling down on Call of Duty, and that is it. So, I don't know. That's a weird. That's a weird situation. Hmm. From the former biggest, baddest guys in the games industry. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm mad. Me and my, me and my man's Tony. Upset. <laughs> you and your man's. <laughs> you know, I opened that up and I had the, uh, I had the Pizza Hut, uh, the Pizza Hut demo disc that had, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 on it. I don't even, didn't even know I kept this thing, but it popped out of that game. <laughs> That was like everybody's so, introduction. So the first, so the first Aaron rant. <laughs> it wasn't really a rant. Not too much. Uh, like I said, I looked into it a little bit. I had some insight because I was like, what is going on? I was like, why would they do this? But I think that's what was going on. So it's weird. Um, so yeah. Um, with that said, there's a lot of people who are angry about it, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. I'm just hopeful maybe somebody will use that engine and we'll get some more content. Or people will hack the crap out of it, and in a year or two, we'll have every Tony Hawk level ever hacked into the game somehow. So maybe that's fine, too. But <laughs> um, okay. But our last news topic is uh, oh. Xbox. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been itching to hear... Your take I on it. it, but I it was, it. I was pretty fairly perplexed to me. It just kind of came off as a really ballsy move by Microsoft, but they, they came out and said, basically it's what? $15 a month period. We don't care how much you pay or like it, there was a little bit of a discount still if you bought like a year, but so not look. nearly as much. <laughs> so look. There are certain things about Xbox Live that I appreciate that I don't think that are, that are kind of underrated, right? And this is before we get to the price thing. For instance, all of your game saves are in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a PlayStation user, like I, I own both consoles, um, I got my setup back there, right? It's a it's a feature that you don't really think about until you have it, right? Mm-hmm. So, and if I told you you could play, I don't know, say you play, we were talking about Ghost of Tsushima early. Ghost of Tsushima. Play it, get to a certain part in the game, and your console breaks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, console's bricked. Got to get a new console. You go get the new console. Or say they come out with an upgrade. Let's not even say it breaks. Say you, the new slim PS5 comes out and you mm-hmm. want it because you're like, all right, I got this big PS5. I want a smaller one. Mm-hmm. We'll get the new PS5. You didn't finish Ghost of Tsushima. You get the new PS5. You put it in. You trade it in your old one. You turn it on. Guess what you got to do on PS5? 
Got to start over. Completely. What? From scratch. Yes, you do. It's not saved in the cloud. There's a game, there's a game file save attached to your console. It's not attached to PSN. They got a cloud. No, they got cloud saves. Bro. I got a, there's not, a whole screen that I just went to it, recently. Yeah, it's not automatically put there, is what I'm saying. Okay? Like, I play God of War. I install God of War on my PS5. Guess what I got to do if I want to play God of War right now? Bro. I have to start over. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. I, I will so, say, they got it, though, because you can set it up, because I went through this with Kingdom Hearts 3 when I played almost the whole game, and then my save got corrupted, and I went, oh, what about what about the cloud? What do I, I got it in the cloud, and they were like, nope. And I was like, God. Yeah, it's and like on I, the 360. You have to go do it manually. Yeah, and there were options not, to, to set yeah, up auto, just, but it wasn't on. And I was yeah. like, I don't know why I wasn't on, but <laughs> so like, so like the first game I saw this with, and I don't, I don't want to misconstrue it like it doesn't exist. It's like on the Nintendo Switch, like whatever, like it's attached to the console. Yeah, well, they have cloud now if you pay for it, and only for yeah. certain games. <laughs> so, I, so I don't want to mischaracterize these things, but like Halo Three, for instance, right? It's first game that I remember Microsoft doing this with. So this was like, what, 2007. Mm-hmm. Halo 3 branched across every console. If I turn on Halo 3 right now in the MCC, my gamer tag has Halo 3 attached to it. I never had to do anything. It has everything I ever did in Halo 3. Damn. Period. <laughs> everything I ever did. Everything I ever did in Halo 2. Everything I ever did in Halo 4. Everything I ever, like, I don't have to do anything. Gears of War, it's automatically there. Everything I ever did in any of these games, I never have to do anything. It's all in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know. Like, Forza, same thing. So I don't know if people remember when they invested in all, all those Azure servers a couple years back. That was a part of like the whole thing. So like every game that I've ever played on Xbox has my save file attached to my gamer tag. It's not on the console. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. So, it, so like, that was like one of the underlying things I remember with Xbox Live. And I was like, man, I'm surprised they increased the price. Like, I remember when that first happened, I was like, oh, they're going to increase the price. <laughs> and, yeah. and they didn't. <laughs> and, and, and they didn't. Um, and then, like, obviously, like, the latency, the, like, they got the best latency in the business. They have the most secure servers in the business. They have like like all the things that you remember happening. Remember like the the PlayStation Three file breach, the data breach, mm-hmm. never gonna happen. You remember <laughs> like, uh, like like when we would have uh, PSN down. Remember when PSN was down for like like two weeks? You remember like when PSN was down for like two weeks? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> never gonna happen. So. I think from Microsoft's perspective, and I still think it's trash. So I'm saying all this to say this is trash, like regardless. From Microsoft's perspective, they're saying like, we're better than everybody else. Of course, mm-hmm. we're going to charge more. But it's trash because it should be free anyway. That's my thing is that I, I thought... I thought, always been- <laughs> I thought something like this was coming, but that they would give you more. I thought, uh, okay, well, $15 a month, I mean, basically, we'll be- but 
give me games with give me uh ex, give me cloud gaming um along with it and then i think that that would be a, a, a great why bundle but... hmm? why would you get game pass then? well i mean like well that's the thing is like r- roll it into that i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> like like get roll gold into game pass get everyone to pay a little bit more every month everyone's on game pass your game pass vision comes to fruition yeah i don't know something like like that but instead they were just it's like their it's like their goal was get you to pay more for gold so that you're only paying a little less than game pass and then you just upgrade to the full-blown get cloud gaming and gold um but that's the the common consumer is not all that they just see price hike (laughs) <laughs> and, and and that's my take is there should have never been if the price hike was going to happen I I figured it would have happened back when the things I'm talking about start happening and I don't feel like enough news coverage kind of covered that do you understand how amazing that is Aaron mm-hmm. like bro like I've never I I have not had to concern myself with where's my save file no matter what game I bought. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm turn on, Ge- turn on Gears 3. Psh, it still got everything I ever did. I mean, it's... All, all that stuff I unlocked, everything I ever did. And that took, was on the three. It took Sony like a generation and a half to catch up to them on features. They, they had nothing on PS3, and then on, even on PS4, it took them a while to catch up on features. On features that were on Xbox Live Gold, for on a, since the 360 came out <laughs> so I, it's it's just like it's i understand like i always thought the price hike was coming and the fact that we never had one was like crazy mm-hmm. bro what they're not charging more for this you know what I'm yeah and um so i i i still thought that it was trash because you had they had already established the value like you're paying $60 because we ain't getting hacked. We don't have service crash for two weeks. We don't have security breaches. We don't have, like, all your save files go across the cloud automatically. It ain't no special thing in the options. I don't got to go turn nothing <laughs> on. I don't have to. Like, it's just going to happen. It's there. It's going to, like, all your games go in continuity, attach to your gamer tag. Everything stays the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I get it, you know. Well, the problem is that they already established, they already the cheapened the value of it by never raising the price. Exactly. <laughs> so once that was the thing, I'm like, well, you can't raise the price now. Especially when yeah. Sony's offering the, the the equivalent almost, and they give you games every month too, and, and whatever, and it's 55 bucks a year. By the way, much better games than Microsoft gives because Sony doesn't have Game Pass. And the funny thing about PS Now, PS Now is very, very good. They just don't put new games on it. If Sony ever pulled the trigger on putting new games on PS Now, it'd be better than Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they're, I don't think they just don't know what they want to do. First, well, I don't. I think Sony's ridiculously stupid for not taking <laughs> the, the subscription money. Whatever person made the decision that selling the new game makes more money than a subscription, fire him now. Fire him. Fire right. him today. 
get him out of there. <laughs> Y'all need a better business practice. Because if you think selling that $70 game to 20 million people is more profitable than getting 100 million people to pay you $5 or $10, whatever, $10 a month, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Because it's your homeboy, Saudi and Nadella, going back to him, just made $15 billion in three months. <laughs> and I hope you don't think he did that selling Windows. Or selling computers. Yeah, or selling computers. Or selling a, uh, <laughs> or selling the office suite. I mean, it's, he got it's selling those that. things, but in subscription in forms. Subscription. <laughs> and, and office suite is $7 a month. So and the I mean the commercial prices and stuff are crazy, but I mean they they were able to successfully convert commercial over to it too. They used to pay all that stuff a la carte, buy the new office suite one time and hang on to it for way too long, and then they said, all right, well we're gonna put it all online, or you can download it and you just pay this much and you'll always have the latest stuff. And now everybody does it. <laughs> and you got permanent tech support. the The whole entire Adobe suite is a uh, subscription only. Mm-hmm. You can't buy Photoshop no more. Mm-mm. Subscription. <laughs> so, to me, that's the thing Sony, that's all Sony needs to do. Like, I'm sure they want to price hike uh, PlayStation Plus as well. And, you know, you know they, they pushed a lot. I think that that value they, they hit with that PS5, uh, you know, game library add-on you get with just almost every notable PS4 game. That's... Yep. That's a big push to be like, you need something to play because you just got this right. Here's every PS4 game. Just sign up for PlayStation Plus. <laughs> PSN, PSN is just as good as Xbox Live from a value perspective. The only thing it doesn't have is the security features. And yes, is that a big deal? Probably. But that's also why, guess what? Guess who Sony hired to handle their game streaming services? Because they have one in the works. <laughs> I don't know if people know that. Okay. It, they're already working on it. They just won't say it. Um, but yeah, they hired Microsoft. Mm-hmm. The entire suite is going to work on Azure, which means it's going to come with the security features of the back end of Microsoft. So once that's introduced, it's just as good. Right. Because they're the same architecture. So um, yeah, I just think Sony just needs to pull the trigger. Put the new games on PSN, on PS yeah. Now. Put the new games on there. And everybody's gonna get, and you can charge a premium price for it. Game Pass fifteen dollars, whatever twenty dollars a month for PS and PS Now, and you go pay. Yeah, I think the most obvious thing though is that they they should just be, um, they should be including the plus and the gold in with the game streaming, or at least they should have a bundle that says just pay this much more a month, and yeah, you might not get the the bigger yearly discount. But if you look at the monthly price, it's only this much more a month and you get all of this and you get game streaming. Um, I think that's the only way they're going to lure more people into that. But we'll Either see. Way. Or they just Either ditch way. gold and they say, you know what, if you want, uh, well, maybe they take like one feature out of gold and then they're like, if you want that feature and game streaming, you just got to get Xbox. Well, what the what is it called? Xbox cl- cloud cloud gaming for Xbox. What do they call? It? <laughs> they call it uh uh they call it Xbox with cloud gaming. Xbox cloud gaming or something. X Cloud was such a good 
name. I don't know why they they have the worst naming people. <laughs> yeah. Like good marketing guys, man. Terrible, man. They're like Terrible. Xcloud is the 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 beta name. We can't use that. But so that's terrible. what that's that's still what I want to call it. But <laughs> you know, I watched like, something recently that was about um uh there was this video by this guy I follow and it's called Why Your uh Why Your Favorite Game Doesn't Matter and it was just talking about game journalism and, and criticism in general and trying to get people to be like, no one cares if you don't like something. If other people like it, that's all that really matters. Uh, no one cares about it. And he was like, no one cares about the console wars. Here's a clip from some other video he pulled up of this guy breaking down the numbers and he, and he, which I've already heard you do before, but he was like, Sony makes this much money. And he was like, Microsoft makes this much money. <laughs> like, they Parable companies. He's like, they're not really competing with this company because yeah. when they do bad, it doesn't really hurt this. <laughs> it's like Microsoft's Sony's not like, the uh, one that has to stay alive. So, so I'm gonna quote I'm gonna quote Rich again on something. So Rich always used to say this. He used to say, Your favorite company it isn't like say, like, say you bring up like a uh let's bring up something Microsoft was bad at, Windows phones, right? Who owned a Windows phone, Chris? Nobody, bro. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Why did we make Windows phones? And he was like, and I used to ask Rich, well, why do they even do this? It's so stupid. Rich would always say, they can't let Apple make all the money. That was his response. Like, even if it's only 3%, guess what that's? Guess that's 3% Apple ain't getting. Yeah. That's how much money we got to, we got to blow. To make sure you don't get 3%. Yeah, like, make yeah, sure that you yeah, know like, that, you know, other people could compete. You yeah, don't man. want to. Or maybe we'll try and maybe it'll take off. And if it doesn't. Whatever. You ain't getting it. <laughs> that's money you're not making. Yeah. That, that, that's all we care about. Like You're not making that. That's 3% we get to put up. So they, you- they, they got so much funny money. I mean, it's just. You can just say, well, here's the plan. If this plan goes well, we'll make a lot of money. And if it doesn't. We got money whatever. to waste. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Got to spend it on something. So, so I'm like, so they're not comparable companies. So, and, and I think people forget that. I'm like, bro, if Apple decided tomorrow they were going to make a game console, they could make somebody irrelevant because of the amount of money that they have in the amount of, in the in the infrastructure. If they cared to do it, like if they woke up and said, yeah, you know what. We're going to get in there. We're deciding tomorrow we're, we're going to do this. You know, like, bro, that's a problem. Because the companies are comparable. Like, you know, so this is like the first time that you're seeing one of the big three care. Because you could argue Microsoft ain't never really cared. Like, like, like so t- they've never put the, take, taken massive amounts, like with, like with Windows, right? Mm-hmm. They're not taking the same amount of money that they were in, that they're investing in cloud infrastructure. Like when they built those Azure servers and they spent four billion dollars just on the East Coast. It was like, yeah, man, look, man, we got to make sure we got all the data centers. We need right. all the data centers. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, it's, even I mean, and all that data center stuff is cloud gaming was a afterthought. They were like, well, we're getting yeah. all these for care? business. This is for cloud enterprise. infrastructure. Yeah. This is. Yeah, we need that for enterprise. We need that. So, so for <laughs> our company, trust us with all their private data. 
You know what I'm saying? And they're like, hey, man, we need this entire infrastructure across the company. Right. (laughs) So how how much? So, you know, we're going to pay this much. And it's like nine zeros on this check. And then they're like, like, what what game streaming is a thing? And you you need what? You need data centers to be close to people? Well, we got the most data centers. So we got Xboxes. Throw some Xbox. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, well, that was a, you know, I think that that was another uh, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. That one did not stick. They uh, immediately went back on it and also said that, hey, and we're, what was the other thing that they, that they said that they're going to make a part of gold that wasn't. Oh, free-to-play games will now uh, not, not require a Xbox Live subscription. Yeah, they were the last people to, to still force that. So Yes, and the only reason they did it is because Halo is going to be free-to-play. I'm not stupid, Aaron. Like, come on. <laughs> so the only reason that they did this, like, so um, I, I figured that at some point they were going to do this because Halo was going to be free-to-play, but they just pushed it up. Right, and they were like, like oh. "Oh, we were we, oh, also we were doing this too." So you know what? We we're gonna do that. Sorry, it is coming. Uh, sorry, very much. Sorry, a million times. <laughs> but uh, reneged on that price quick. But yes, it was trash. That was my take, Aaron. It was trash. Stupid idea. Um, whoever had the idea, I mean, hey man, why does Xbox Live cost more than Microsoft Office? Right. Like, make that make sense. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This thing just to play games online is going to cost $10 a month. Microsoft Office costs $7 a month. It is weird. I mean, I guess it's infrastructure to keep up. You know, and really all it is is uh, we want to keep getting away with making the money we're making on this now. Now that everybody's used to it, we want to keep make making that money. Even though we made $15 billion last quarter. <laughs> yeah. It profit. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't by being dumb. Hey, in profit, Aaron, <laughs> not not net earnings. So I'm scared to know what they actually brought in, but they made 15 million in profit. I mean, 15 billion in profit. Yeah, like crazy. But uh, you know, this year has been this pandemic has been very good for them. And people, we enterprise, we spend so much money. My company just did it too. We're all 365 now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, um, I, that, we definitely had enough show for a whole show, uh, two shows maybe. I guess we can we? very we, we, like two hours. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, not counting. We've probably been actual live for just about two hours almost. I but, mean, uh, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like it this time. <laughs> I, yeah, I uh, I guess since we said we would say it, I would just quickly say my uh, piece on twenty twenty one. I think. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be this year. I think uh, we're just waiting for the Mario anniversary to be done with because once that one's done, it's the Zelda 35th anniversary and then it's going to be all Zelda all the time next uh, the rest of the year. Um, hey. So that'll be big. Okay. I don't think... I'm starting to really go back on another Switch model that uh, it just keeps coming out of the woodwork, out of the rumor mill and everything, just saying, no, they're still really not planning on... A kind of upgraded switch, even even just like a you know same thing, but a little bit better. 
So we'll see. I hope so. But uh, I'm kind of like, maybe not. Uh, I think we'll just kind of, it'll be the year of Zelda. It'll be they'll maybe re-release the Wii U uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker remakes. And then it'll be Breath of the Wild 2 at the end of the year. And that'll be most of their year. But uh, Sony is like, um, I mean, that I don't think God of War is going to make it this year. But, uh, Horizon and is supposed to, I think. Horizon will, God of War will not, and it should not. God of War should not come out this year. I did just look at it. Um, you know, David Jaffe said he thought it was a PS4 game as well, but you know, he doesn't work there anymore. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be a PS5 game. Exclusive. I think it's going to come out of both because it will be fully. They can't produce enough consoles. The last God of War game sold 20 million units. Okay. It can't sell less than the last God of War game. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if you bring out, so you can't sell 20 million copies of something. Go to your investors and say, this is our big game, right? They got to sell 20 million PlayStations by right. next uh, holiday. <laughs> they sold 20 million copies with 140 million units in the wild. Okay? So, yeah. come on, Aaron. You're good at math. <laughs> okay? So, let's think about the attach rate. Okay? It's a, it was a great attach rate, but they sold 20 million with 140 million units out there. Okay, it, that's not a feasible. You can't sell that to the investors, bro. You can't go to them and be like, hey, man, look, you know this game we spent all this money on? We sold 20 million units of. We're going to sell less this time. Y'all, y'all cool with that? Uh, up front, you know, eventually they would sell yeah, that much. Yeah, eventually, yeah. It, it grows. <laughs> they're going to put it on PS4 or they're going to wait, which is if they wanted to be PS5 only, they should wait. Yeah. And until they get about 50 million PS4s, I mean PS5 sold, then you put out God of War. Yeah. Well, so I, I yeah, I'd say definitely not 2021, but uh Horizon put it which they might. Horizon will be this year. They'll I think that Sony's probably going to partner with Capcom a lot to push uh Resident Evil um you know, push it for PlayStation. Oh yeah, that's going to be a PS5 uh marketed game for sure mm -hmm. for sure for uh sure. and i think there's probably more stuff i wanted to look into the release calendars but they're always so annoying to look at because it's like oh uh, we got three games that we know of a release date and then there's like all of these games that uh are probably they said we're gonna come out this year um so i don't know but i think that you know horizon's gonna be a big, big thing resident evil is gonna be the big thing um i don't really know what else like big first party stuff um, might be ready but uh i mean you got horizon ratchet and you clank is, is still coming out right ratchet and clank, yep I'm, I'm actually about to look at my ps5 and pre-order that if it's available because i'm buying that for sure like no question <laughs> yeah. um so you got ratchet you got horizon you got halo what is uh yeah what are they what do they got coming out of bethesda i think starfield coming out this year i don't i do <laughs> I think I think no way. I, I I I think that's why it was a bit in war for it. I think they're gonna show it at E three, and I think it's coming out this year. I think, I think they can't aren't physically capable of making a Starfield that comes out this year that isn't another cyberpunk fiasco. I'm just saying we don't know how done it is. <laughs> we don't know shit about Starfield, like really nothing at all. They haven't showed anything. Yeah, everything we've seen has been leaked. Like it, we've seen nothing official. 
And they've allegedly been working on this game for quite a long time. So I think my big prediction this year is Starfield is coming out in November. I'm sorry, not November, September. Reverse. September. It's coming out in September. I think they're going to show it at E3 because we don't know anything about it. So it's like it's it could have been something. It could have been the main reason that they got bought. That's true. Like the game, it could have been the thing that went because apparently there was a bidding war on it. Like Sony was bidding on that game. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's all alleged. I we know we don't know. Right. It, it could have been something that Bethesda kept under wraps. They've been sitting on it. I they showed it to everybody. They, and they said, "Hey, this is it right here. This is it." They, they and, I guess the latest is 2021 at the earliest is what they said. So guess it's possible i i think that's the one and if and if it does come out this year i think starfield could be for the xbox what um oblivion was for the 360 yeah uh i guess as far as the super hype games though i feel like that's pretty much it i think there's gonna be a lot of weird other stuff some of those League of Legends spinoffs, I think, are going to be pretty popular. I think we're going to see a lot of, you know. What about that Warhammer 40K game? You interested? Only a little just because of the type of game. It's like I, I would never mind, you know, playing a game like that with some friends and running through it. Uh, so I think it'll do well enough. And I think there's a lot of Warhammer people who will buy it regardless. Which one? Stalker 2. I never played the first one. Didn't they just give that to me for free? You didn't play Stalker 1? Mm-mm. You PC guy? Never played Stalker? Oh, wait. That, no, that's a, that's a big one, too. No, I never played those. But, I, you know, we were talking about this one, and it was interesting to look into the history of that one. <laughs> I, I, I'm really surprised because you're a super PC guy, and it's like a cult classic game. Like, Stalker 1, like, remember when we was watching it? I knew exactly what it was as soon as I saw it. I was like, yo, that's Stalker. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know, it's a spooky game. That's what I always heard anyways, but. <laughs> well, it's spooky, but it's not scary. No, it's spooky, but it's not scary. It's like post-apocalyptic survival type thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not like Resident Evil. It's more like, you know, um, more like Fallout-ish. It's just more spooky. Yeah, like it seems like it has a little bit of fear in there, though. A little bit of. Yeah. But. Uh... But the PC community exploded, bro. When they yeah. announced it, I've always like, been kind of a PC casual when it comes to the PC games, though. What about a flight simulator? I never played those. You know what? I, I played those one time. Uh, it was in a GameStop when I was like a kid, and I walked up and they had the whole flight simulator. It was like a keyboard and a mouse, um, and a and a TV. And I was like, cool video games, and I could not make the plane Could've, move. Get the plane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of something else. Oh, Sony got um Tokyo Tokyo something. What is it called? Tokyo um. Damn man, hold Some, on. Um, talking about that weird, but the Bethesda spooky or no? That I thought it was a Capcom game. No, it's a Bethesda game. I know what you're talking about, though. I can picture it. The the one of those trailers that they showed, kind of. Hold on. Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, there you go. That's Capcom's got a different one. 
and that is a uh, that is a PS5 exclusive. Um. All right, I finally pulled something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about Super Mario 3D World. Um, I think that might be the one, man. Ghostwire Tokyo, man. I think that's. I think it's gonna be fire. Man, there's really. Huh. Next Monster Hunter is you know the the Switch one. Uh. Resident Evil, Mass Effect, Legendary. Uh. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm not gonna like get it. It looks fun. <laughs> Far Cry Six is this year, I guess. Summer. Uh, with Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Um, of our generation, did he get no credit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gran Turismo yeah. this year, huh? That should be great. I mean, I expect nothing else but greatness from that. Ooh, I tell now, what. Hey, hey, put on this uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh video. And somebody did include God of War Ragnarok. I still, I, I still am doubtful. I, it's set up for 2021, but I just don't think it's coming out. Right. I don't think it's coming out this year because I just don't think the numbers will support it. It's a 20 million unit seller. You can't bring it out with... You can't bring that game out without the infrastructure to sell it. I mean, I, I, I guess, or it comes out this year, and you're right, they do put it on PS4. You got to put it on everything. Um. I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to that uh Battlefield Six is coming back this year and I am pumped for that. Cause they're I gonna go all the rumors great. are um 160 128 players. Um let's go. That's gonna be crazy. And some of the biggest maps ever and modern um you know, modern warfare guns and stuff, not uh and this World War stuff, which I've never been a fan of actually playing in video games. I would much rather use guns that, uh, you know, are better and were designed to be better. Is this with that new engine that Bethesda had been working on? I don't I don't know. And the, the weird thing about this is that it had that woman attached to it and then she left the company. But, um... I mean, this looks great, and it looks like a great time, and it's a Japanese game, I believe, right? I thought. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, yeah, I think ho hopefully some quality uh, control. <laughs> yeah, their Japanese, their Japanese studio is apparently working on this game, but that's a Japanese studio. Um, and it looks great. It, this is going to be one of those games too that yeah, it's going to come out and everyone's going to buy it. They already got that, which is good. Um. Because there's certain games that just build this kind of hype and then everyone talks about it. And then, you know, the gaming world we live in now, it seems like there's got to be like some kind of new hype game for the month. And there are people who will just buy whatever that game is. That will be this game when it comes out. PS5 exclusive. Uh, and everyone will buy it. Yep. They will, they will shift the release date and make sure that there is no competition so that they can be that game. <laughs> Yeah, console exclusive, huh? Console exclusive. Ghostwire Tokyo. What does that mean, man? Does that mean uh, I get to play it on my computer too, if I want to? Um, probably. <laughs> Just not on your sex box. Yeah, no Xbox allowed. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, that's about it for me. I think that Battlefield though has a really good chance at the. I think that they ditched um, Battle Royale, which it's time. Nobody cares anymore. But Call yeah, of Duty sure. is all in on this war zone still. And I mean, I think it has like 160 million players. Do, I mean, do people, is it, does it still have that? 160 million players, bro. I know that like people watch it, but I'm like, I don't know anyone who still oh. actually cares. Okay. okay. So this is but. what we'll leave on. This is what we'll leave on. <laughs> What's the most watched thing, the most watched gaming content on YouTube? People playing Warzone. No. People playing Minecraft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when you ask, do people still care? Well, Minecraft still the most watched thing on YouTube. Yeah, I'm just like I feel like it's it it, it caters itself to streamers and it's like a, a go to. But I just don't know a lot of people who were still passionate about it to play it. I mean, it's also nice in that really what it is is it's free Call of Duty, but you don't get to play the normal Call of Duty multiplayer. You have to play Battle Royale. Um, people don't care because they're like, yo, I get to play Call of Duty. Yeah, it's that same speed running around. It's a, it's a great game engine. So fun. Love Modern Warfare a whole lot. Did not buy the new one because, again, I don't care about older Warfare weapons. And uh, I feel like the developer doesn't seem like it's good of a game. But um, I played Warzone for a little bit, though. And I was like, I don't like this, man. I, for one, I paid for the game. so And I like playing the multiplayer stuff. It's faster paced. It's it's not as long form um starting to get tired of like running around for 20 minutes and then like getting into one gunfight and losing um <laughs> so like i think that battlefield's going to really bring the hype and try to be like hey they're just going to sell you another warzone season this year i heard that the rumor is that there is a race for the next call of duty game to be ready and it could be one of two games whoever finishes it first <laughs> which is wild to me but uh I so, see so it. you think so you think Battlefield and Call of Duty are fighting for who comes out first? I think it's going to be a big fight this year. Bigger than it's been since Bad Company 2, I'd say. Mm. Um as long as they play their cards right and they don't do anything stupid. You know, they they keep getting weird controversies about their games at launch or their buggy or something, but I mean Battlefield 6 has been in the in the um they've been working on it for a long time when did five even come out and that's the advantage that they have i mean it came out in november of 2018 so it'll have at least three years since then and uh i think they were already working on it when that game came out so in contrast to a call of duty game that gets at most two years total to crank out a new title uh we'll see hopefully they come out with some polished game but i'm just looking forward to getting back in that style of play with some modern guns it's been a long time battlefield 2 one of my favorite games ever on pc battlefield 2 is one of the greatest games of all time like so that. you get no argument from me about <laughs> that statement um and you know today was a really great episode and you know i would keep it going but i know we, we already be tiring people out with how long we'll be talking <laughs> yeah so, that was that was uh yeah we just got to make sure that we uh keep up on a schedule i guess so that we don't try and talk about yeah i was supposed to i wanted to run through the first ones in like half an hour bro you know we never do that come <laughs> on man. we just we just never do it man like come on <laughs> oh 
Because as soon as I get off this with you, I'm turning on my PlayStation. I'm going to turn on Miles Morales and I'm going to start digging into that. Well, and then, um, we'll see. If I find something to do online, I will probably be playing a game. But if I'm if not, maybe I'll sit down and play. Put in that God of War. Yeah, man. Put in that God of War, man, and hop <laughs> on the headphones, man. Oh, yo, I tell you, did I tell you I got those uh, 3D, 3D audio headphones? Oh, yeah. How are those? Uh, uh, they're not bad for a hundred bucks. Oh, was that it? Yeah, so, so yeah, it's not, not too bad. bad. They're not bad. Um, the whole three D audio thing, though, I told Rich, I was like, yeah, this seems like they just didn't want to pay Dolby the money for the licensing fee for uh, put the real stuff like, into the headphones. Yeah, yeah, my headphones got them. They they're not a hundred bucks. They were like one hundred fifty at least. <laughs> So, but yeah, man. <clears throat> All right, guys. Don't get up out of here. Chris McLeod, Aaron, aka Big Mad. You know what I'm saying? Oh. No, he got the, he got the outro music ready for y'all. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking for two hours. I'm gonna wrap it up because we'll talk for another two hours. I love this man. This is my guy, and uh, and I know Justin Summers actually rode the whole way with us. You know. I didn't think that he heard us being all sentimental about it, but I guess he did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, I, I, I saw the Facebook comments. <laughs> so, um, you know, appreciate everybody hanging out with us, man. We will have a more consistent schedule. Have fun with you guys. This is our time to vent and talk about games, man, and nerd culture and uh, being black and all that good stuff because, you know, who the hell else we're going to talk about it with? So, if you want to hear us talk about it next week, watch. <laughs> We will be here. What's the what's the full title of that movie? Uh oh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Man. This Friday, such HBO a fire. That is such a fire title, man. It's about <laughs> Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. Yeah, man. Daniel Kaluuya. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, man. Fire, bro. It's going maybe, to Oscar. Maybe it, maybe know, I'll I'll have started God of War next week as well. Bro, just start it tonight, man. You're not doing anything. You work tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Well, I work. Yeah, I work at regular nine to five. Bro, I don't but, uh, walk <laughs> Um, all right. I'm gonna fade this out. Close up shop. Time to drop the gate. Time um, to drop the gate. <laughs> and we will. Uh, hey, how did How did Jay used to say it in the back room? He always used to be in the back room. And he just said, drop, drop the, gate. the gate. I just yelled, drop, drop the gate. Because he'd be like, he'd notice the minute and be like, and count the amount of people in the store. He'd be like, nope, it's too many. Drop, drop the, the gate. gate. <laughs> <laughs> Closing five minutes early today. <laughs> Somebody knocking on the gate. Yeah. Can I still get in here and try to pick it up? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. Shut Shut down the shop, man. All right. Get out of here. We'll see y'all next time.